0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Atomic Cinema Experiment, the science fiction movie podcast from us, Mail Fuzz TV, brought to you on this glorious day of. Uh, well, we're recording this on July third. I have no idea what day this goes up, but um, it's that dumb American holiday tomorrow at the time of recording. So you know, <laughs> go oh, about your business.
1: Oh, you, A little bit bitter, <laughs> huh? Miss <Mr>. UK. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not better. What 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 annoyed me? There's something annoyed me today about July Fourth, I don't know what it was. I can't remember now. But something rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, wh-
1: when the aliens invaded?
0: <laughs> yeah, probably that. Um, hey, it was Canada Day like three days ago, though, right, or two days ago. Mm-hmm. Did you did you enjoy Canada Day?
1: <laughs> I suppose.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: I kind of i i tested myself to see if I could remember all the lines to the the national anthem. And, uh, yeah, I think I did pretty well.
0: I can't give you any lines in my national anthem. <laughs> Can you do the Canadian? Oh, Canada. Perfect. Our home. S- home and graceful.
1: Land.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with the American where I could do, oh say can you see blah 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 blah.
1: blah. <laughs> bunch of bombs in the air
0: <laughs> oh we talk about sci-fi movies on this show and in this episode we actually this is an important episode because this episode is the biggest movie we have done yet and i don't mm-hmm. think it's even a, and sure we did the day of the air stood still that was our first ever episode we did that that was great um mm-hmm. big classic movie but I don't think it's a stretch to say that the Terminator is the most mainstream, high profile thing we've done, but also a classic. I it's, it's everything, it's all the things. Yeah, it's all the good I things.
1: Um, I mean, it's no Rocket Man, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? Also, <laughs> greeting citizens.
0: Oh, yeah, Tara's here. <laughs> yeah. Did I say what my name was? No. I'm Peter. That's Tara. <laughs> 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 oh, we started off on a weird, weird foot today, but yeah, this is this is going to be the Terminator. Uh, we're going to be talking about, and um, we will start. I guess we'll still start spoiler free. It feels almost weird to bother doing it for Terminator, but we'll we'll start spoiler free. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we into spoilers also worth mentioning at the end of the show as we do on most weeks not every week but most weeks uh, we have a bonus section where we talk about an episode of mystery science theater 3000 this week's movie is going to be time chasers so stay tuned at the end for that after the the it's outro easy. stuff <laughs> so that was a that was a fun one um but we're going to talk about the terminator and this is a special movie for me i grew up watching this um I mean, what what was your like, origins with the Terminator? Like, when did you first? Like... Well,
1: it came out just shortly before I did. Um, <laughs> but I have an older brother who was born in 1980, <laughs> and so the Terminator was obviously a big deal <laughs>
0: for him. It came out just before I did. First of all, out <laughs> of context, that sounds like you said you came out of the closet. Uh, <laughs> what she really means, what Tower means there is her mother's vagina, just to put that in perspective <laughs> that's where she came out of
1: gross <laughs> I bet they prefer my way of saying it
0: they <laughs> probably do I just, I just just like <laughs> no one talks about their, their, their birthday like it's the day I came out <laughs> no, no <laughs> hold on oh no, oh the cat's wanting out the cat came out um yeah, no, I grew up with uh, with Terminator, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. I like, like I was a big fan of his movies as a kid, um, and I think as a kid I liked action movies just because that was a young boy and that's what people put in front of me. Even even though technically it was an R-rated movie, no one really cared.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in the 80s, like all you got were R-rated films that. You know for action figures <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true
1: <laughs> all, all of my brother's toys were from like terminator robocop
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no i can see that um yeah. we, we like so i mean terminator was always one of my favorites i did prefer terminator 2 as a kid um and obviously i should mention this actually the reason why we're mm-hmm. doing terminator and we will be doing terminator 2 and 3 and salvation and genesis because there's a new Terminator yes. film coming out later this year and we are going to be gradually over the course of the next several months uh, working our way through the Terminator franchise um, I'm not looking forward to anything after the second one, so I'll just I'll let that be known <laughs> right me now <laughs> I never thought I'd have to watch Genesis again I'm really upset about it, but I care about you, the fans, so
1: <clears throat> Yeah, we gotta do it
0: It's coming This
1: is the year of the Terminator on the Ace.
0: <laughs> okay, well <laughs> yeah so i grew up with terminator i grew you know i I love commando uh terminator 1 2 predator you know your your typical movie last action hero running man was a big one which is also sci-fi we'll do that someday
1: right i've always been a big arnold schwarzenegger fan and i think it's because i have an older brother who i worshipped and he worshipped arnold schwarzenegger Mm. so yeah i've seen all of his films and and yeah the big stable ones like terminator and Obviously Predator.
0: <laughs> Obviously Predator, yes. Um, which is also sci fi actually. So I mean it's not been oh, that yeah. long. It's not it's not <laughs> been course. that long since me and Connor did the Predator movies, but we'll definitely get to them someday on this show. We'll make sure there's yeah, some eventually. ace predator coverage. Uh maybe when the next Predator film like eventually comes out. We'll you know.
1: Yeah, it was set up for a sequel, so
0: we'll see. Oh no, it'll be a reboot again. I, I guarantee you Predator five will not be a follow on from Predators or No, from- no, another Shane Black from the predator rather <laughs> mm.
1: that's all right
0: what, what a weird naming convention predator predator 2 predators the predator <laughs> the fifth one is going to be called a predator just you watch <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. um so no a big fan of arnold growing up um it's kind of you know it was him and stallone um i, th- I mean i dabbled in some of the other like action heroes at the time but it was mainly them but I think, like, Arnold, like, he's not the best actor in the world, obviously. You know, you can't disguise the accent or anything like that. But No, but he's so unique. He's so unique. He's got charisma and he's got screen presence. And Yeah. One of the first things I'm going to say about... And he
1: fills up the entire screen. <laughs>
0: That's true. But one of the first things I'm going to say about Terminator is I actually think, like, no, credit where credit is due, I actually think his performance as the Terminator in both T1 and T2 is him actually doing a really good job? Like he actually, yeah, he's great. It, you can you can joke and say, oh yeah, they're the one that has no lines, and he acts like a robot. It's the one that he's good at, but he gives it his all. He does a lot. There's a lot of little ticks in his performance that really sell it. He
1: doesn't act like a robot though.
0: Joey J- does. He does a couple of really neat little things. Uh, one of one of the things that he does, and you see this especially when he's uh, like chasing them in the car uh, after the first encounter with uh, you know Reese and Sarah. Um, Where he does this thing where when he's looking around like for people, like when he's looking for them, where oh. he moves his eyes first and then moves his head after. And it's this really neat thing where he sort of goes like this. Mm. Where the eyes will get right. all the way over to one side and then his head will sort of fall. It's almost like his eyes are pulling his head. Once they've got to right. the end of the tug rope. And it's a Isn't really that too you know, similar
1: thing. from Peter Weller when he would walk and he would look first and then his shoulders would turn to match where he was looking.
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 Kind of similar idea. Yeah. Um, so like just little ticks like that. Arnold's very good. also we got um, Michael Bean as Kyle Reese. we got Linda Hamilton uh, as Sarah Connor. Um, and for the record, my mother's name Sarah. So I mean, naturally I grew up thinking I was going to be the savior of the human race. Just, you know, <laughs> that's how that works when that's you're a it. kid yeah yeah it makes complete sense right um mm-hmm. so i mean what is the terminator if you somehow don't know what the terminator is I'll, I'll give you the brief definition of it um the terminator is about a a cyborg that is sent back in time to then present day in 1984 to murder sarah connor because she is going to give birth to the future leader of the human resistance in the human cyborg war that takes place after a nuclear holocaust uh, where the AI behind the cyborgs uh, killed everyone, but there's obviously some survivors, a resistance, but the humans who are basically who have basically won the fight in the future, and that's why this is happening, send back a human, one of their soldiers, uh, Kyle Reese, to protect Sarah Connor. So we're in 1984, and we have a hero, and we have a villain, and we have the, uh, you know, I'm going to use this incorrectly here because I think the story kind of disproves this, but at least at face value, when you're saying that the damsel um mm. so that is the, that is the basic premise of the terminator uh, and we'll get into the nitty-gritty of it as we as we go because it's you know i mean i'm just, I'm gonna I'm just, i'll tell you right now at the end of this review when we're rating this out of 10 it's going to be a pretty good score
1: <laughs> yeah from both of us
0: yeah this <laughs> this movie is is nigh on perfect and i say that like, having seen it so many times, having seen it as a lot as a kid, then as a teenager, when my, my taste was developing, and then now as an adult where I'm watching it and I'm, like, critically thinking about it, I'm analysing it a little bit more, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting the, the pieces of the film together. And it, it gets better as I've gotten older. Like, you know, I said earlier that Terminator 2 was my clear favourite out of the two growing up. I love both, but I think now Terminator 1's my favourite.
1: I go back and forth all the time.
0: And I, I think it's whatever
1: one I've watched recently. So it's my favorite.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair. I I mean, I still love Terminator Two. This is not me dissing Terminator. I think Terminator Two is also an excellent film, one of the best sequels yeah, of all time. Yeah, but that's an action movie more than it is this. This one's like a horror film. It is. and it's funny you bring that up because we were actually talking about Halloween before we started recording, and one of the funny things that I, I realized watching Terminator again, you know, like a year, a couple of years ago maybe, um, mm-hmm. is that. I love horror movies. Right? People know I love horror. You know, if you don't know that me and Tim do a, a horror movie podcast, just like this one called "Screams After Midnight." Uh, and highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. Towers a fan. Uh, I, 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 you know, I love horror movies, and I have done since I was like maybe ten, eleven years old. When I maybe nine, actually, I think it's when I saw Scream, and then I started branching out and and so on. And again, far too young to be watching those, but that's the sort of kid I was. So. <laughs> but like I loved horror movies and watching the terminator like you know recently and again today like I had this realization where like so much of what I like about horror movies is in this film and I never realized it as a kid and I never even realized it as a teenager or even like you know as in my early adulthood where I was I mean I'm still technically in my early I mean I'm only 30 I'm not like old but you know like when I'm talking about like early 20s right you know when I just Mm -hmm. you know got into that cusp I never realized that because when I talk about Halloween, when I talk about Michael Myers being my and Halloween being my favourite horror film, like, obviously I talk about John Carpenter's direction, I talk about the music, I talk about all these different things, but <laughs> the thing that I love about it the most, the, the simple premise of it, is it's our hero character who has more depth than most other versions of the movie, because, you know, if you, if you, cause you just watched Friday the 13th for the first time recently, and yeah. Annie, uh, who's the, the final girl in that, is basically just a cardboard cutout, she's just there to be the final girl, right? You yeah. watch Halloween, Laurie Strode um has an arc she 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 you instantly like her because she's not because she's the virgin or because she's the good girl but because when shit starts going down her instinct is to protect the children because she's actually kind of a hero and and in the subtlest way possible and it but it really works right but you've got this great protagonist this female protagonist and you've got this unstoppable killing and i'm using my word very intentionally here machine yeah and then i think back to terminator i'm like Holy shit, Terminator's kind of a slasher movie. It kind of is. And that's Yeah, kind
1: awesome. of. I mean, in the beginning, um when he's just going through trying to find all the Sarah Connors and he's just going down the list. I mean it's very much a slasher film.
0: Yeah, so it's a very specific target list. But yeah, it's like a slasher movie.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: Back when phone booths had phone books in them and you could rip the pages out. <laughs> i remember (laughs) (laughs) to 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 be fair i think that's more of a cultural thing than an age thing yeah i don't don't have them i don't think we ever had that i mean we definitely don't have it now (laughs) but (laughs) i don't think we ever had it that's to my knowledge
1: i think it's pretty easy to find people that you want to now
0: sure 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 this is before the internet though this is when people had to have it in a bit of paper You could find this person here. Sure. Yeah. Made it very <laughs> easy for stalkers to find addresses. I mean, you could just, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, that, yep. That's that number.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the danger of convenience.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> As
1: technology gets better, then some privacy gets worse.
0: Um. Well, no, I'm saying it's, it was arguably easier if you were in the yellow pages. Like you just, you know, get the number, and if you, if you can trace a number, which presumably the Terminator can do because he's a Terminator. Sure. Yeah.
1: But with social media now, like everybody knows
0: when you're on vacation, and even strangers. That's why. That's this is the genius thing. That is why I always see see if I'm going out and I want to tweet about being out. I always wait until I'm home again before I do.
1: Probably a good move. It's why I'm just not on social
0: media. <laughs> I, I'm genius with that. I trick. I'm people. not prepared for the dangers. So if they come by, I'm waiting. <laughs> Mm. I'm lying With a sock away.
1: full of pennies? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got three guard cats. They'll protect me. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I don't think you know cats very well. <laughs> oh, you've not seen Firefly when he gets upset. You, you get quite anxious, don't you, Firefly? Well, he's looking at me. He's like, no, I'll run and hide. <laughs> you, right. you protect us. Ah, no, Let's
1: up. just hope he doesn't have a, a laser pointer on his keychain.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> um, But like what was it what was it getting to yeah so so terminator was very much a horror Flash film movie, yeah and there's like you know those um there's those moments like when sarah connor's leaving her apartment after our date's blown her off and she looks down like the the, the parking lot and it's just a dark parking lot and just this like sea of cars and it's just like it's it's a proper 80s horror movie for a minute you know yeah and like i think you forget Even that
1: the shots from from the terminator that you get where mm. he's like going around scanning looking around it
0: is kind of michael myers-esque also there's a little but yeah you, 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 i guess you don't think of it because he's using guns and because he's you know a cyborg <laughs> but when you yeah. stop and break it down it does kind of have those elements in it but Terminator's got a lot of things in it. it's got the horror movie it's got the. it's a hardcore sci-fi movie you know it's got time oh, yeah. travel cyborgs all these things yeah yeah another
1: reason to be terrified of it
0: sure, sure is this going to turn into you just being scared of social media for the whole yes the whole thing okay uh just 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 getting that out there and right away and then you've also got a pretty great love story, but I think what makes it all work, what makes it all work at the centre of it is, if I if I said to you Tara, who is this movie about? What would you say? Hope. No, <laughs> no, no I don't know. No. <laughs> who is this movie about? Not what is it about. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this movie? About?
1: It's about Sarah
0: Connor. You're right. Yeah, exactly. It's about Sarah. It's not about Kyle. It's not about Terminator. They're they're there. They're parts of the plot. They're important, but it's about Sarah Connor. She's the one with the arc. She's the one with the journey. And I think the biggest points to 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 to, to, to make about that for me is that you go at the start of the movie. You you, you interest her. You does the thing where it cuts from the phone book where they're pointing at her name, and it cuts straight to her on a little moped, mm-hmm. and her '80s hair, which is ridiculous. You know, it's just.
1: Oh my god! I know. That's thing. It's the one thing of the film that doesn't hold up. is the hairstyles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's got those 80s hair, and she goes to work at this 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 restaurant, and she she's she comes in. She's sorry she's late, and you know we see her time card, so we know it's Sarah Connor. You know we're establishing who it is and the next scene we see her and she's you know she's bringing out plates and she can't really handle them and she's struggling to hold them and she gets back to the table and she's like okay who's got this burger or whatever and like well i think that's mine but i didn't order this and then someone else i think i ordered that and then she spills the drink and she's like, oh i'm so sorry and she's like wiping it and then a kid pours his like ice cream scoop scooping into her pocket and one of the guys who's been annoyed at her at the table laughs at her for it. it says good job kid or whatever the line is
1: yeah, she's like totally out of her element, and she seems she doesn't seem
0: very capable. I, I would I would go uh, further and say that she's just she's not she's not willing to stand up for herself. She's not willing to right. fight back. She's 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 very docile. And then the second, the, the the maybe the biggest thing to say about that is that when she thinks she's being followed, and we end up at the the nightclub, right? Uh, techno noir. Uh, <laughs> of course, I remember that. Uh, and the song that's played when the Terminator shows up is uh, Burning in the Third Degree. It's like, oh, you've got notice. me burning. You've got me burning in the third degree. <laughs> that's the song. I've watched this movie a lot. Okay.
1: <laughs> I did not notice.
0: <laughs> um, but the Terminator comes in and he's he's looking around and you know, he's doing his thing. And like, the moment finally comes when he pulls out his guy, he sees her. And he pulls out his gun and he's walking up and he takes out this this ridiculous gun with a laser sight and it's pointing straight in her forehead. Her her entire forehead is illuminated with this red laser sight and she just freezes and doesn't move. She doesn't yeah, know how to stand it's up for like herself. The only the headlights uh, is that the exact phrase. She doesn't fight back, she doesn't do anything. She just sits there and she doesn't know what to do. The arc of this movie is Sarah Connor learning to fight. It's her is yeah. the story of this movie is her becoming because people always like think oh terminator 2 she becomes this badass with all the guns but the first part of that journey is at the end of this film you see her with a gun you see yeah. her going to mexico you see you know you like she she changes so much throughout the course of this film she goes from being this this you know typical 80s girl who parties in the weekend who doesn't have a care in the world she doesn't know anything about anything really and that's not me insulting her intelligence it's just that she's oblivious to the world around her you know she has a very simple yeah, she's
1: naive. Life. we all all are you know at a certain age
0: yeah she goes to to her dead-end job she she you know at the weekend she tries to go out with a date who blows her off in this case of course and then when she doesn't do that she goes to see a movie like like that is that is her life it's very very simple Mm -hmm. um and she doesn't necessarily understand that there's dangers around her or whatever until of course it comes a knocking and over the course of the film through her experience with kyle um and i would also point out that like i love the evolution of how she comes to trust him because she doesn't trust him right away she thinks she's a crazy man because of course she does <laughs> it makes right. sense yeah um i mean his story is kind of yeah
1: it, it's going to take a lot for her to to trust him or to believe him i mean at if,
0: if saying he's been sent back in time by your future son to save you because the, the cybernetic organism who's come back who wants to kill you because the future robot war wants to win the fight if that's if that's his right. pickup line it's a bold move cotton we'll see how it plays out for him <laughs> <laughs> luckily for him the evil terminator is shooting at them the whole time so they, they <laughs> but
1: even still like yeah. having somebody like come after you he still looks like a human yeah I think what, so what... it's gonna take a lot to convince her that is more than a human
0: i think for this movie i think i more or less want to go through it in order because i think there's so much to talk about that i'm going to miss things if i don't so sure um are we like in spoilers i i think at this point i'll just say feel we'll spoiler. It. It's, it's amazing okay. it's a classic we've already
1: gone through quite a lot of
0: plot i know, I know. well i'm not talking <laughs> about the ending or 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 the twist if you want to call it that okay <laughs> although so, so we're in spoilers now. i just want to point out that like tara was watching this a little bit earlier today before i was and at one point i got a message a little text message that just said it was just quotations it was uh tell me about my son and then second quotation he's about my height <laughs> <laughs> and i don't th- i'll be honest and the number of times i've seen this movie tara i don't think it's that that moment stood out to me as going oh that's signaling that you know, oh really? That, that's his son. Yeah, like it's never, never even occurred to me at that moment.
1: Oh wow, yeah, I noticed it right away. It wasn't
0: until you sent me that text I was like, huh? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> 100, always something new. Hundred viewings down, I'm still learning things. It's just beautiful. Um, so movie, m- movie, yeah, movie, movie starts with um a little text crawl. We get a little bit of hint of the future war. Um, which well, lot of skulls? Yeah, lot of skulls. First things first this movie was made for 6 million dollars it's a low budget movie even for the the time it was made um mm-hmm. and it's a really impressive looking movie for that budget i at least i think oh yeah um i i never thought think- oh yeah the
1: models look great there's mm-hmm. some you know animation stuff that doesn't really hold up very well but for the most part like if you remember the time that it was made you can look past it you know
0: yeah. even the stuff that doesn't that's not held up has a charm like like I'm so used. Oh yeah, absolutely. To, I'm so used to like certain shots, like one at the end with the truck, and then there's one in the, the future sequence with Kyle where it's clearly the, the explosion that's happening is a rear screen projection. You know, they've got it playing on a video screen behind them. Um and it's really obvious. But every time I see it, I just kind of smile. I'm like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to look. That's how this movie works. Yeah, looks. It's charming. Yeah. Um, works in Aliens. Yeah. Works in Terminator. But it's got it's got like a little thing that says, you know, that the final battle would not be fought in the future. It would be fought in our present today you know and that's kind of how do you
1: think it's...
0: we need that a little, little text thing at the start that's a good question it's a good question do you think we need it
1: no <laughs> to be honest i forgot it was there Joe,
0: you know what's really funny about this is that i actually get surprised seeing it like this again because on the dvds because obviously i was watching it in blu-ray if, if oh, actually but i finished this this little anecdote i'll be talking about my blu-ray copy in a minute i've got some words that i want to say um, <laughs> But, like, on the DVDs, which obviously I was watching for, like, a decade because, you know, it was, you know... I mean, a mm-hmm. bit of trivia, okay. the, the first DVD I ever intentionally bought... And I say that because I, I got a couple with the player that I didn't, you know, necessarily care for or pick. But the first DVD that I intentionally bought was Terminator 2. And, like, the fifth DVD I bought was Terminator 1. So, I mean, like, you know, I got those quickly. Um, But on the DVD, they took out that text, that text on the screen... And instead it came up as subtitles, as player-generated subtitles at the bottom. And Mm. it looked really clunky. And I always wondered why they did that. So it was actually really nice when I first got the Blu-ray that they put it back in the way it was meant to be. Whereas, no, here's the original font on the screen as it it, it is.
1: I didn't Um, know that they ever made the change.
0: Yeah. It's just a simple little thing. But it was one of those little things whenever I watched it in DVD. I was like, that looks really, like... Because, the, because the, the subtitles on a, on a DVD, especially, were low resolution and didn't match. The, they're good for if there's foreign films and stuff for subtitles, but not for something that's supposed to be a part of the film.
1: Yeah, I, d- I, don't know if it's necessary to have that in there. I, I think there's enough in the film that like explains everything about the future, about, you know, about the Terminators, about the, the war, and we get flashbacks which are really flash forwards uh, through Kyle I don't I don't know if we need it and I was like I said I was surprised to see it there I don't remember it being there before yeah, like, it has been a long time since I've watched it though
0: I will agree with you I don't necessarily think we need it either I think it's really just for like a taste of what the movie's going to be before it goes to the, the title music which by the way I love the music in this Um, like the Terminator theme is the first piece of music from a movie that I kind of fell in love with and like try to find when do we
1: first get the theme in the
0: movie
1: the Uh, yeah the Uh, old tail
0: sequence because i'll
1: tell you the first time i noticed it in the film wasn't until like the part later on much much later and very
0: romantic yeah they don't play a ton throughout the movie you you get it um well that big scene the love version you get it in the ending and the credits um, but yeah, there's little hints of it that I actually noticed like a hint of it in a scene that I never noticed before on this mm. on this watch deal with the cat Tara <laughs> deal with Gus <laughs> growing pains of the new plays just to deal with it, sorry oh. folks but we <laughs> have to deal with the cat <laughs> Jesus Christ um, so but, but no I actually kind of agree that it's not necessarily to have this here I, I think the movie would explain it well enough i almost wonder that if uh, the studio made them do this like if, if it was never yeah meant that's, to be what there. Was,
1: that's what i was thinking too like maybe it was something because it's science fiction they didn't want to take any chances
0: mm. i think for me though like i'm so used to it being there now that like i kind of like it in like a weird like just like a like it's not necessary but it's like a weird little prologue that just sets the mood where i'm just like it
1: does kind of give it and it kind of dates the film too. But it's not really something you see anymore, unless it's setting up like a, unless you're watching like a history film. Sure.
0: Yeah. That's usually when you
1: see it.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I, but yeah, the opening title sequence. I love. I love the main theme. Um, I, you know, I, like I remember I got this main theme. It was it was a compilation of like movie themes from a magazine, and it was the first time I got because this was before I had the internet. And I could just find things on YouTube or you know whatever, <laughs> or other right. means that I might have used in my youth. Um. To get movies huh? <laughs> i'm going to make you feel old because i was kind of post napster but <laughs> 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 it was it was kazali and things of that nature <laughs> <laughs> um but that, well, that just shows you how fast because we're, we're not actually that much of an age difference as much as i like to joke about it but that shows you how quick technology moves that just a couple of years made that difference with with something right. like that um, because I'm sure it was just a couple of years between me and someone younger. Who, if I said, "Oh, do you remember MSN Messenger?" they'd be like, "What?"
1: <laughs> that AOL instant messenger.
0: Now nah, you're older than me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that this is. Did awful. you
1: have to watch videos on QuickTime in RealPlayer?
0: I did QuickTime in Real Player, Yeah, I definitely had those. <laughs> yeah, I had Winamp at one point as a media player did you ever have to type
1: .exe to start a video game on your computer <laughs>
0: <laughs> well no but to be fair I, I never played games on my computer that was never a thing i okay. did <laughs> um, so that, that was that was more to just do what i was using it for but um so yeah, music's great. I, lo- I love the theme. I love how synth-y it is. I love lots of the little beats of it. I forget, like, because there's moments later on in the film where, like, dur- during the-, the future flashback with, um, it's the one where Kel comes back to base, and there's this mm. great little synth theme that plays as he's walking down the stairs. It's-, it's this little, like, sort of sad hero theme that plays as he's coming down I forgot down the how
1: much synth is in it, because yeah, it's, it's not in the sequel. Thing.
0: Uh, Brad uh, Fidel, who did the music, uh, I I loved it. But both Terminator One, and Two have great music scores, but they're both very different as well, which is which is cool. Um, yeah, but
1: it has this movie has all the ingredients of being a terrible cheesy B movie sci fi that you find like the kind of episodes that we watch on Mystery Science Theater oh, at yeah. the time.
0: I mean, it inspired so many of those types of movies, but I think this is this is an example, and we'll talk about this as we go through the movie, like how a good director and a, a good script as well. I mean, I, I actually think it's a really good script, even though it has it all is. the qualities that, you know, people use in these other movies without being good enough to actually write or direct it properly. But having a director and a writer who take the subject seriously is all you need, like a good director taking the subject yeah. seriously. Cause you think of it any, Like I, I mean, you kind of mentioned this to me earlier and I said, well, what about Jaws? Jaws is a goofy movie with a rubber shark, but you've got a good director taking it seriously. And that's what made the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously he he hires good actors he, you know, he brings in other good people that, that, around him and so on and so on but that's where it starts, it starts with someone at the core of it taking it seriously and saying let's make a yeah. good story out of this and that's what I think that's what The Terminator is I, I, think, I think it takes it dead seriously uh, and, and not in a, in a way that it's self-indulgent or anything like that, just in a way that's no, we're going to treat this like it's an A movie we're not going to treat it like it's some goofy little B movie yeah uh, and it's beautiful it's beautiful. Anyway, before we get to the, the first proper scene, though, after the credits, I just want to mention my Blu-ray here before I forget to talk about it. So I started this movie today on Blu-ray. My, my Blu-ray copy, which I have right here, I got it in 2012 when it came out. Um, this right. is the the 4K restoration. It's not in 4K it's a Blu-ray, obviously, but um, it came from a 4K restoration master, and it looks gorgeous. I love it. I love this disc. I got to the scenes in the police station... And I'll be honest, when I first put the disc in, the PS4 that I was using to watch it on did sound like it was struggling. Like, the disc, I could hear the disc reader like going back and forth a little bit and trying to kind of find its place. Mm. And it, it started playing, though, and, it, you know, I was watching the movie, whatever. And I actually thought my, my PS4 uh, laser might be going because that happened to my PS3. It stopped reading discs, like, after so mm. many years. I got to the police station scenes and it just froze and wouldn't play i put it on, a, on a, another blu-ray player i've got and uh, my multi-region player and I, it was fine to start up but when i got to that section of the movie exact same point it just froze and i had to watch the rest of it on netflix and like i'm going to say like a quality snub here but see when you like i can tell the difference between like a proper blu-ray and a netflix stream but see when you actually watch half the movie and then switch immediately to the netflix version mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking It is. I can just. I can see the pixels. I can see the compression, (laughs) and it hurt. And 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 I've got a pretty decent sound system. I mean, at least it was when I I put it together. I mean, it's a bit old now, but know the 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 DTS HD Master Audio on this sounds phenomenal. It was sounding great, and it yeah. Then then I switched to you know low quality Dolby Digital crap, and I only so
1: much you can get through streaming.
0: I sound like an entitled dick right now, but you know what? I'm mad that my disc is broke. I'm going to have to get a new Terminator disc. So let's talk about the first proper scene of the movie. We we'll talk about uh, Arnold arriving, right? Terminator arrives, and the disgruntled man in the in the the tractor, uh, who who gets very upset, um, <laughs> and runs. Um, chopping on a cigar. Chopping on a cigar. Um, <laughs> Joe, Joe is so funny. Is like like watching it now. Is I noticed like the differences in like budget between this and T two. Where in T two they literally like dig a hole in the ground where the the circle is formed yeah um but that's it it still looks good for what it is though the electricity looks good um it feels you know has 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 you know and the music's so good like like almost every time arnold came on screen in the first half of the movie i was just sitting going with the music going like bum 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 so good it's so good so so arnold you know he's butt ass naked he's he's walking he looks at the city uh, it's a great shot where you just see him looking over the whole of the city. Um, which about is this set in LA? This first one. I think I don't know so, the second one yeah. is to begin with at they least.
1: Said, they they use the street Pico. Yeah, that is a street here. Yeah. So.
0: Because they never mention it. Um, but yeah, and
1: I think I saw palm trees. So unless it's Florida, it should be,
0: LA. Yeah. Um. So I I, I do raise the question then. This is like an old movie thing. Is um. Like the ground's always wet at night, <laughs> and that's not just this movie. Um, that's a lot of movies. Um, yeah. Which I think happens for a bunch of different reasons. I think one of them is just like getting rid of the like tire tracks and stuff from previous takes and stuff like that. So they always wet down the street.
1: Sure, but if it is Los Angeles, like it does get like very dewy at night.
0: Okay. Okay. That's, that this looks more yeah. like rain that's been. Sure. You know, falling earlier earlier in the day. Probably less, yeah. Yeah, it's not so much to do. Yeah, <laughs> is that how they make Mountain Dew? They just come out early and just scrape it off the pavement. And just <laughs> no, um, of course, it comes from mountains. What an idiot I am!
1: <laughs> now, you have to put a dollar into a hollow tree and then you go around and then you get your good old Mountain Dew, okay.
0: <laughs> The <a> bluegrass huh? song, <laughs> um. Okay, so Arnold arrives, and we get a fantastic scene, which, by the way, in HD, you can now clearly see Arnold's penis flapping around back and forth. Oh, Um,
1: I didn't notice. I don't have the HD.
0: Yeah, on on, on the Blu-ray. I don't know if you can see it on Netflix. I didn't see that scene on Netflix. I saw that scene in the (laughs) Blu-ray. Damn. You you could definitely see it flapping about there for a split second. (laughs) Um, Good for him. (laughs) Good for him. He went fully <laughs> nude. Good for him. Um, so we get the scene where he goes up to the punks and needs clothes. Um, such a quotable scene, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean, right? <laughs> you know? Um, this guy's a couple of cans short of a six-pack. And of course, the blue spiky-haired one is none other than Bill Paxton, who would go on to... Bill you
1: know, freaking Paxton.
0: I know, he's so good. What a great legend. Do you know, I, I'm going to be honest, I think, as, as far as celebrity deaths go... Um, i feel like bill paxton's the one that's hit me the hardest out of all of them Yeah. and I, I think it's because i grew up watching terminator uh aliens you know And predator he was killed by all three yeah predator too yeah and um like you know i i wasn't as big a fan of twister but i did see twister i saw those things he was in um and yeah he,
1: big love and he was did always, you ever watch big Love?
0: i never saw big love um later in life so i good. i became a big fan of near dark which is a great vampire movie directed by catherine bigelow which for my money is still catherine bigelow's best film and i'll fight people on that but like he's so good um he's got a small part here but like his death which came out because he went in for like routine surgery that was wasn't meant to be that you know dangerous yeah. uh, and it was just all of a sudden bill paxton's passed away and it was like this really hard hitting thing um but like you know bill paxton's there and you know he's been bill paxton he's great um the one on the right because there's three of them the one on the left is the guy who actually gives him the jacket at the end of the scene after he's like, you know
1: I didn't recognise the other two.
0: Uh, well no. the, the one the one that gives him the jacket I don't know from anything. The one on the right though, the one that he actually the first guy he kills cause he puts his arm right up his chest and like it's almost yeah. like he rips out his heart but he doesn't actually rip anything out. Um that is a I he believe just punches his, through him. Yeah I believe his name is Brian Thompson. But people might know him from uh Uh-oh. Pl- playing two characters he played a character called Luke and he also played a character called The Judge where he was painted blue and he played those characters on the hit television show Buffy <laughs> of the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I got so excited when I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he was in this scene. I could do my Buffy reference. It's so easy. Um, Stop being. I'm dealing with cats now as well. Ugh, cats does anybody want
1: this. a cat? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... So he, so he kills his, two of them at least, and the other guy gives him his clothes, right? And I just, I love the look in Arnold's face. It's even like he's killed the one that's lying down, and his head mm-hmm. just comes up. He's just like, you know, just, it just looks so good. He's got so much presence. So yeah. good.
1: Arnold's great. I mean, have, have you ever seen his first film, The Hercules in New York?
0: I have not.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry so if you,
1: going from that movie to The Terminator. It's a yeah. You never would have thought that he would be ever mm. in the film again after Hercules in New York. In fact, he was dubbed in the film because nobody could understand
0: him. Uh, although, <laughs> just just to point out though, just in case anyone wants to like be a be an actually person in the comments. Oh
1: sure, so, I'm sure there's other stuff in between.
0: Yeah, well, there's one. The, the first Conan was in between. Mm.
1: Um,
0: I believe. So, um, yeah. So Arnold's arrived. Uh, then Kyle arrives. Kyle Reese. Uh, Who, and this is this is a great great little touch here, right? Is that when Arnold arrives, he lands, and when we first see him, he is like positioned perfectly in this little crouch, right? He is like it's like he's like nothing's phased him, and he just stands up like a like a machine essentially. Um, Yeah. Kyle falls and hits the ground hard, and is in yeah. He's in like the
1: fetal position. You can tell he's in a lot of pain.
0: Yeah, like, so right away you get there's a difference between these two. You understand right. immediately how different these two are. Other than, like, the physical difference, because Arnold is massive. Sure. I mean, Michael Bean's an attractive man. I'm not going to stand for this. Sure,
1: he's definitely, you know, he's lean, he looks athletic, he looks good.
0: <laughs> but Arnold is
1: out of this world. <laughs>
0: yes. Out of this time, you might say. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> he he steals pants from a homeless man and gets chased by the cops um i i always chuckle actually when he get he delivers the line where that he's got the cop at gunpoint he's stolen his gun he's like what date is it and he's like oh it's uh, 12th may he's like what year it's a year yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the way he delivers that line i love it every time every single time um but it's sh- really
1: great it's a shame that he's like that he, he had all these really great films that he did with Cameron and then, like, just so much garbage.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I wish he had a better career. I really do, because I love the guy Um, and everything I've seen him in. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, this and Aliens or being the bad guy in the abyss, like, I love, like, Michael Bean stuff.
1: Yeah, he was the 80s action hero.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that about Schwarzenegger, but... I mean, Michael Bean was, was there. I mean, he was there in, for aliens and abyss again all cameron films but you would think that he would have since he was such a leading guy in these big blockbusters that he would have had a better career
0: yeah I, I, it's just weird why didn't i uh he i think he may have had alcohol problems later in life i'm not sure i may be making that up but i feel like i heard that mm, i don't know so, um but you yeah, he's he's more i mean he's, he's a good looking every man i guess is what we're saying whereas arnold yeah is, uh, he's got the
1: right look he's he's got like screen presence, he can carry a lead role, like, it doesn't make any sense why he didn't.
0: Yeah, the Nintendo game oh. Metal Gear ripped off his look for the front cover, if you've ever seen that. <laughs> Which just, one? Uh, Metal Gear, the original Metal Gear on Nintendo. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like they're just, it just looks like Kale Reese on the cover. Like,
1: Oh, really? I have just drawn didn't know
0: that. Kale Reese's, it's... it's look I know
1: the uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon was, he did the voice of the lead. Mm. So i guess they were channeling that 80s <laughs> action
0: oh, star oh yeah oh yeah might as well just get michael bean do it absolutely he's free he's available <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, right. so Joe, Joe was really sad about watching this sequence where he goes he goes through a department store and he like steals some clothes he's hiding from the cops. it's really well shot it's really sneaky i love it all um mm-hmm. but what really sticks out to me now is like they, they read the, this in terminator genesis so I, I thought of that movie and got That's angry right. yeah and i was like how dare you like because even just the direction of the scene is so much worse than that movie of like them doing the yeah. exact same thing and it just it just hurts um but sure enough you know he he sneaks away from the cops and he's he gets his, he gets his long coat his uh his trench coat and he's off to find sarah and we get both of them looking at the the, the phone book and that lets us to sarah we talked about the scene where she's in the in the restaurant um, setting up what type of character she is um and then that night she's getting ready to go out with a friend uh they're both going on they're going like a double date or whatever but she gets blown off by the guy who was going to to go with her and again it's kind of her being a pushover it's her you know not taking command of things um kind of thing um yeah so so that kind of hurt a bit love about the movie the build-up in the first act is i Mm. love how it darts around kyle the terminator sarah and even the police station it really sets this idea up of everything like ticking down to when he's coming after sarah because you know obviously he goes after two other sarah connors first you know um yeah, because it was like sarah connor like yes <laughs> sarah connor yeah and that's like you know that, that's like a memorable scene everyone remembers and uh, or i'll go at the gunshot but dick miller an actor who i love who, who just passed yeah, away yeah he died this year yeah he just passed away recently um he was like 90 something though so yeah he, he had a good run like you know he had a great life um, I know. And He'll it, always
1: be like one of those that guys he, Oh yeah,
0: he was—he was in every movie Joe Dante directed up to a point. Um, he was in Explorers. He was in both Gremlins movies. He's in Small Soldiers. Um, I also one know him, Small
1: Soldiers. Yeah, he's got a
0: small role in Chopping Mall, which I love. Never seen it. Uh, oh. we did it on screens because it's technically a horror movie, but Tim argues it should—it should be a sci-fi movie because it's robots. And I mean, oh. <laughs> I don't mind talking about he Chopping Mall. just didn't want to do it. I, I, well, he likes the movie he, he just disagreed that it was a horror, a horror movie he thought it was more of a sci-fi movie so I mean arguably we should do a Chopping Mall at some point I'm okay for watching Chopping Mall as many times as people want me to <laughs> Chopping Mall is a gem
1: alright I've never seen it oh my
0: god it, 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 a bunch of like college age kids get trapped in a mall that has three robot security things that get hit by lightning <laughs> so they turn evil and start tracking them down and try to kill them of course beautiful it's a beautiful film um so yeah no i love how it darts around all these people and we get interested, you know and lance Henriksen's, you know one of the cops uh, who of course another cameron regular uh, who, who who auditioned for terminator originally he auditioned for, for the terminator um and he, he came to an addition that would be a very different film well this is the thing like originally they didn't want a muslim guy they wanted essentially what the t-1000 became they wanted like a sleek like normal looking guy mm. who would blend in
1: it's true like if you want your your terminator to blend in by making him look human why would you make him look like such an exceptional human being like arnold schwarzenegger well
0: joe i like about it i like the idea that it kind of comes across from this that it's just because it's not that they wanted to make him look like arnold schwarzenegger it's just because he's bulky you know whereas in the t-1000 is newer and what happens to technology the more we reiterate it it gets smaller it gets sleeker (laughs) it gets slimmer and sexier right <laughs> so it's almost like a. a it's, it's just again it's not intentional because they wanted a slim guy in the first place. And Lance Henriksen addition for the Terminator, and he came to. He put tin foil on his teeth to have metal teeth, to uh, the addition mm-hmm. um and he didn't get the part. Obviously, obviously Cameron cast him in this role, and he liked him enough because he's a big part in Aliens and you know whatever. But um... he's got a great voice. Oh, he does have a great voice. I love Lance Henriksen. I love a lot of actors that Cameron <laughs> uses. Um... He's good at casting. He's good at casting character actors who are really have a have a memorable like presence, even if they don't yeah. have big roles. Um. So so we meet him, and you know we're going around, and like Sarah knows that one Sarah Connor's been killed, but it's not until she hears that two have been killed but she's like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is a pattern, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a pattern. Um. And, she, you know, she, she goes out to uh, the, the movie. She gets scared because she hears in the bar that they are killing and she ends up in the club. Um, before we get to that, though, I we do want to go back and look, maybe talk about the first uh, flashback uh, that mm-hmm. Kyle has because he's, he's, uh, he falls asleep for a little bit next to some, uh, like, construction work going on, and there's like, you know, some tractors and diggers and things. And the machines remind him of the, the killers, the hunter killers in the future.
1: Yeah, it's a really clever uh, cutscene how they do it too, where you're seeing just the, the machine that's outside of the car that he's falling asleep in, and then all of a sudden it becomes the machine, the same yeah. type of track, like a um Like a tank. It's got
0: like, a oh, track. What's it called?
1: like a tank. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's going over like all the skulls that you remember from the beginning.
0: Yeah, because um, there's this thing where it's, it's, it's like a bright light, and then you know it cuts during the bright light, so that it's like a smooth transition to
1: right, and then um, it pans out, and all of a sudden you're
0: in the future. Yeah, um, and then the music's great here. Like, and that, this this flashback set Reese and this this other soldier, this woman, who are sneaking around and like staying out of line of sight of the you know the, the flying hunter killers and the the ones that are on the tread the treads, and. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they're basically throwing grenades and try to get, get to the right position so they can throw a grenade underneath the track so that the the thing will, you know, blow up and can't move anymore. Um, and we see his partner get killed, like, just vaporized, basically. Yeah. Um,
1: I really like that part because she, the entire time, seemed just as capable as him. And it just really establishes how, how dangerous the Terminators are because all it had to do was just notice that she was there and then she was dead. She was vaporized instantly.
0: Yeah uh so it's really well done and it looks great i think it looks great for the budget this movie's made on i think this scene looks really Oh, fun. looks awesome yeah. yeah um it has a, so much character in it uh and then you add on the synth, and it ends with him his, his car flips um because you know the other guy goes on the turret and he's like you know the laser turret trying to shoot down the, the flying one and it flips and he's like there's fire and that's when he wakes up this, is, this was clearly a really tragic day in his life you know in the last few years um, Right. Yeah. So it is this great thing where he realizes he's falling asleep, so he's just wired a car and he, he drives off, and um you know and at this point I mean I think it's pretty clear that the Terminator is a bad guy, but they're really playing the odds with Kyle where it's like, they're not going to prove that he's good or bad yet, you know they're waiting for the moment, um yeah, and it's something that works maybe arguably much better in Terminator Two because we expect the Terminator to be a bad guy to an extent because we've already mm-hmm. seen him be a bad guy, but yeah, um, so all converges in the nightclub and techno <laughs> noir and. You know, it was a neat thing where Terminator, like, again, slasher movie style, like, the, probably the most slasher movie scene of the whole thing is him coming over to Sarah's apartment and killing her roommate and her boyfriend. Um, the way he comes in and, like, you know, like, the boyfriend comes smashing through the door, which, by the way, that woman makes a hell of a packed sandwich. That was like a guy. I
1: know, right? Didn't it look delicious?
0: Yeah, it was like a <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I actually paused afterwards and made a sandwich because I got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like throwing so much stuff out of the sandwich um
1: well she's ravenous
0: oh yeah yeah after after all that aggressive sex yes um because i mean we heard it described earlier on when I mean, he's on the phone he's like first of all i'm going to undo your buttons one by one and then i'm going to kiss your neck it's <laughs> a funny scene yeah yeah um so you know but he, he hears sarah call home saying that she's at the bar and if she didn't do that he might never have realized that he didn't kill sarah connor he might have thought he was done
1: right he might have thought that she was yeah the roommate was sarah connor uh
0: so he finds a photo of her like an id of her uh it's, it's, her, it's her college id um and he knows what she looks like now so he comes to the the, the club and by this point Sarah's called the police so they're coming to um, this is a fantastic scene because the, you know like Terminator's going around and his head is just scanning, it's mm-hmm. just scanning around the, the 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 room full of people, um, and Kyle's at the bar and like Sarah notices him and she gets scared, but then the Terminator yeah, notices her. She thinks that
1: he's the one who's stalking her, which yeah he is, but we don't know why yet.
0: Yeah, what's he going to do? Come up and say, hey, by the way, I'm from the future, and you know. Right,
1: right, but <laughs> it is kind of clever, you know, because she has basically has two people following her and uh, because we don't know we know that Kyle is probably going to be a good guy but we don't actually know that yet as an audience and she just knows that two Sarah Connors are dead and so because of that she's got her par- like she's paranoid and she's looking around all the time and all she sees is this one guy who keeps following her
0: yeah Um and I, I actually I even love the moment where she like she bends over to pick something up and it's just at that moment that the Terminator is looking in that direction and it goes in slow yeah. motion I really like that moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good.
0: <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, but, of course, Terminator sees her. It comes up. But we talked about the, the the razor dot in her head and her not moving. She can't function. She can't defend herself. She doesn't even try. Um, but, of course, Kyle's there and he, he pulls out his sort of shotgun and, you know, starts fighting back. Um, and I love the body language from Arnold in this scene because the way he shoots, where he kind of, like, has his hand out extending and he's kind of, like going like that with his head and he's trying to, like, hit Kyle and... Um, and when he stops firing he pulls his hand in upright like that and walks forward and like his body Mm. language is just so I don't I I hate to use the word robotic because that's just like a cheap way of describing this I I would say it's 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 just it feels so precise it feels it feels like a like a device like scanning and then when it stops scanning it just snaps back into its like default position like that's what it feels like it's
1: like something you would see on like a like a car factory floor like an arm coming out to like build something just in
0: routine (laughs) yeah so so robotic but very specifically that type of smooth yeah it's yeah it's smooth it's it's very smooth it's robotic but smooth yeah um really really well done um and of course obviously this scene is to tell sarah that she she can maybe trust one of them right because kyle at no point is trying to shoot her he's only trying to shoot him um and we get the, the the famous line in the movie you know come with me if you want to live right we get that moment uh and joe what i love about this actually is i love how much this is mirrored in terminator 2 when mm-hmm. arnold goes out the window again in terminator 2 uh, they'd have almost the same moment where he gets back up um <laughs> but of course here it's it's different in terminator 2 but um joe is something that i don't think i really understood until like x number of viewings but it always bugged right. me until i realized why is why arnold's haircut changes after this scene i didn't notice he goes from having like a kind of like a, a fringe that comes down uh-huh That's there up until this point in the movie he has like kind of longer hair um after he runs through the fire to jump in the car in the alleyway um after the first time we get the actual red pov shot um, uh-huh. he has like shorter spiky hair for the rest of the film um, oh, does his hair get singed? Yeah, his, his hair's been burned off essentially uh, in the fire. But it never occurred to me until like X number of viewings that that's why his hair. It always bugged me like, why does his hair change? Oh,
1: I don't think I ever noticed. It totally you get does. Fancy Blu-ray thing
0: that you have. <laughs> you'll, not, you'll notice this even in SD now because his hair just completely changes style. Mm, like okay. after that point. Um, I'm sure I'll notice it now. So, do you want a detail that I actually just realised in this viewing? I know it's something new that I have never, or, or just something occurred to me that never occurred to me before. Mm. Is you know after after they get away for a little bit, um, Arnold gets up and he, he he steals the police car. You know he throws the cop away and takes the, the cop car. Is that that's the cop car that was coming to see Sarah? That's why it's oh, there. Yeah because, she called, because you know, she called the police yeah because they've sent a car to get her that's why there's one right there and i'm like and it, it, it could have been a random cop car but it's not it's actually they, they set it up it makes sense it should be there right. um way to go cameron <laughs> way to go
1: cameron yeah <laughs> <laughs> continuity
0: uh, continuity is a great thing i and i love what i love about this next section of the film when they're in the car and they are to the, the parking lot and you know uh this, this is where like, you can really see the, the terminator doing his eye scan thing where he's like scanning with his eyes and he's looking for them um this is like, and this is something I've heard them talk about in the extras and stuff, is that there's a lot of exposition to get through in this movie because we have to explain the future war that our son's mm-hmm. the leader, the, the you know why they're both here, what a Terminator even is, like, and this is the part of the movie where we get all that we get Kyle explaining it all, and sometimes if you have a character just explaining things, it can be really goddamn dull. It can just be, you know, boring because it's just nothing but exposition. But what this movie does is that they're it does this while they're being chased, while they're hiding, while they're, they're they're whispering and like like it's constantly doing something else on top of the exposition, which makes it very and it kind of sure, adds so to this.
1: It's still exciting.
0: Yeah, and it still and it also adds to even just the, the effect of the exposition because he, like it it gives it this sense of danger on top of it all, so it makes it feel like like. He doesn't even have time to pretend that he's like this is a lie or whatever. You know, like it, like it feels real because he's 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 uttering it in this this hushed like no we, like you have to understand like, you know in the future like you know like there's nothing existing. You know, I, I I like the way she like questions it. She's like, I am not an idiot. Like people, we can't make things like that yet. And she's like, yeah, not yet, but in about forty years.
1: <laughs> it's hard for me to watch this without thinking of Terminator 2 now. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, um, I keep expecting to see things from, like, Skynet, and... I I don't know. Like, I I can't remember what it was like to watch Terminator 1 without Terminator 2.
0: I mean, I can't either, really. I think one of the things that I noticed, though, more, more over time, not necessarily in this viewing, but... Like, he actually says Cyberdyne. He says cyberdyne systems like model mm. 101 so that word is in there so one thing that i've noticed uh, over overseeing it like multiple times in recent years and having grown up with t2 is that at one point Kayla actually flat out says to her that to, to sarah you train him you teach him how to fight mm. and i i don't think i ever noticed that line until i was in my 20s because i'm like wait that actually kind of sets up how much of a badass she is in terminator 2 and i never like it never occurred to me that like i always thought of terminator 2 like they made a choice between movies to go okay that's where where could she be now like maybe not having thought of it before oh
1: that's interesting i always remembered that
0: yeah i, I, I never i always
1: remembered that she was this meek woman who has is being told that she is something else something greater hmm. That she doesn't understand how it's even possible
0: and I, th- I think it's because when i was younger i never necessarily even considered that the movie was really about her But you know it wasn't until i was older and smarter that i really you know caught into that and um knowing the movies about her and like thinking about it as her story and her arc and her you know mm-hmm. building of strength um like that line really sticks out in where i'm like man like there's because a- i actually i love some of the- some of the deleted scenes if you've ever watched them, uh, are really great. There's, a, there's two in particular that I really like. That I actually no, I don't th- think I have. That I think should still be in the movie. One is um, later, uh, when they're kind of on the run, maybe, I think it's just before the motel. Um, uh, there's a scene where she, she tries to use a payphone to call someone. It's kind of a setup for what happens later where she calls her mum when she's not supposed to call anyone, where he gets mad at her and kind of fights with her for trying to use the phone. And they kind of, like, get into a fight, and I, they, I don't know if they roll down the, the side of the hill or whatever, but they end up, like, next to, like, down the side of a road, but it's, like, it's like a little, like, grassy area with, like, bushes and flowers and stuff. In and mid-argument, Kyle starts crying because he's never seen a flower before. Oh, wow. And, no. I re- and I really like that scene. And then the other scene I really like, which is really cool when you think about Terminator 2, it, it takes place right at the end. It's, like, before we cut to, like, Mexico, um we see like like uh like ambulances and stuff at the factory like you know clearing it up and we see someone from cyberdine find the arm
1: oh yeah
0: so they actually had like a seed for the sequel which they cut out um
1: that's interesting yeah you you think of those kind of scenes more like post this era of films
0: yeah like he was
1: setting up a sequel like that
0: yeah it was it was there like he clearly had more ideas to to do stuff um and, it, and it's so funny that it was always intended as kind of like, I mean, not, I don't know if it's intended necessarily, but like, it, it was never like, like he's got like a, a trilogy planned or that. It was just like, you know, he's, like, he's got more ideas and it turned out to be one more movie. And that's where the story ended, essentially. It does
1: kind of complicate the time travel thing, though. Uh, if you leave that scene with the arm in it. Because then it I mean, even though it, it, it follows up, it follows through with T2 doing this anyway, mm-hmm. but like if the t 100, goes back in time and leaves the arm there. And that's what Cyberdyne uses in order to create the Terminator.
0: Go um, on. Say it. Say the word. What is this? Say it. It's a paradox. It's a paradox! <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I mean, this whole... It is kind of confusing and, and you know, brain-melting when you try to figure things out. Honestly... But like...
0: Uh, on this viewing By cutting it out it does make it a little bit cleaner it, no, it does I, I like that scene though when i saw it like eventually on the dvd or whatever it's on the blu-ray as well Um, what i love though um at this time watching it is that more than ever i got the feeling in this film that this had always happened like like she only ever became this strong person because she went through this and she only trained john connor because she knew she had to train john connor um yeah this idea that you know for, i mean I mean, hell the fact that kyle turns out to be his father is like it's a cyclical thing he has to always go back to freeze. so so yeah is, so <laughs> as, much, as much as what you just said about the terminator arm it's, it's true for john's existence as well so it's still there
1: <laughs> yeah and you know i don't remember a whole lot about terminator 3 mm. and <laughs> but one of the things that i do kind of like about it is that d-day is sort of inevitable d-day D-Day is that not it? Judgment Day Judgment Day sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's late very different war (laughs) very different (laughs) war (laughs) tower wrong war (laughs) (laughs) yeah that Judgment Day is you know inevitable which is which doesn't really um, pan out in like Terminator 2 I'm kind of spoiling things aren't I um hopefully everyone's already seen this movie
0: <laughs> as far as i'm concerned everything Especially. after terminator 2 is not canon so i mean i don't count it <laughs> but okay <laughs> that's not to say that you can't i mean i like a couple of things in terminator 3 but it's, it's not canon it's just a it's a fan film
1: right i mean but if you're trying to go back in time to prevent something from happening but then by doing that you are creating something that's going to happen like, uh, wouldn't everything be inevitable then? I mean, actually, this movie is probably the cleanest as far as time travel stories go. In the franchise, anyway. It's not until Terminator 2 that really kind of muddies it up.
0: I don't know. I <laughs> do I love about this debate is I've been doing Dark with Connor, which is the most complicated time travel <laughs> thing ever. We did Primer, you know, recently. Like... The time travel in this is not actually that complex. It, it, it takes it a bit more straightforward. but it, It's not until you stop to really think about it where you're like, uh, actually, that won't
1: work, but yeah.
0: It's typical time travel stuff, though, right? The idea that, well, if they go back in time to do this thing, and it changes things, but like then we'll never get to the point where they go back in time to do it. So it, you know that's the other side of the paradox. Um, right so you know but i mean terminator 2 definitely goes with the idea that no we we can change things um potentially and as far as i'm concerned the story ends at the end of terminator 2 and everything else is just sloppy fan fiction then why do we have to review it <laughs> because they exist and people want to hear us complain about them damn it <laughs> They do not know why they didn't know why damn it <laughs> <laughs> so um what were we talking about? What scene are we at? <laughs> they're in the uh, cars. We are talking about deleted scenes. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're in the cars and uh, Terminator's after them and uh, they, they have a bit, bit of an exciting chase and they end up at the police station because they arrest Kyle. And I do like that the first sign that she's kind of coming around to him is that she warns him not to try and like fight the cop. She's like, no, no, they'll just kill you. Don't do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she, That's the first sign she kind of cares. And then the second sign she kind of cares is that when we get the scenes where they're interrogating him and they're asking you know and you know uh lieberman i think the 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 psychiatrist name is he's he's like asking him all these questions and then they're watching the footage back and they're kind of laughing at him she's the only one who's not laughing she's standing terrified yeah she's taking it seriously um and you know it's a fun scene obviously he comes back in terminator 2 i i love that he leaves the police station just before arnold comes in before everything happens Yeah. yeah And that's why he's still alive, because obviously everyone else... Yeah, me
1: too, because I remembered him, of course, in Terminator 2, and I'm like, I wonder why he's still like the same type of character in T2, why he wouldn't be afraid of Terminator. I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Because like, yeah. he leaves right before yeah. everything happens.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, you know what, I'll give Terminator 3 credit. There's was a joke with him in Terminator 3 that was actually pretty funny. I'll, I'll give them that. I don't
1: remember him in Terminator 3. Oh, he's
0: got a cameo. Is It's... Right, male spoiler for Terminator Three before we get there, right? Just in case anyone what <laughs> doesn't want to have the movie spoiled. But so he shows up till like it console. I think it's the, like the 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 love interest character after some actions happened, and he's like, oh they mm-hmm. sent me over. I'm Doctor Lieberman, and he he says something that he's referring to Terminator Two. He's like you know sometimes you see things that you know make you think you're crazy, and he has this like pause, <laughs> and it's like he's clearly talking about Terminator Two and seeing the T1000, right? And then action starts up, and then out walks Arnold as a Terminator again, and he just like, <laughs> he just loses his shit. It, it, it's a it's a, it's a proper funny joke. Like I'll, I'll give it sure. to them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so there, and I I have a lot to say about this police station secret. Sequ- this section, right? Obviously, I love that Arnold when he comes in, like when he's told he can't go in. He like I love that he eyes up, like, he, he looks around the uh like the, the entrance. He's like, you know, just just to, just to sort of asc- mm-hmm. ascertain. The structural integrity and you know, how much force it would take to go through it you know just simple things like that um but my interesting thing to say about this before we even talk about the uh the actual you know what happens with the characters is um i want to talk about this from a, a a modern perspective because this was not intentional at the time it can't be because it was 1984. Mm-hmm. but what we essentially watch here is a mass shooting that takes place in a police station and from a modern perspective, that I can't help but if I if I add on like a new analysis to this, add on a mean to this, which which was clearly not there at the time, but it kind of works if you want to like take it this way for, for a modern day audience, is that there is kind of a statement here about um, the fact that this guy comes in, right, this machine comes in and he shoots up the one place in the world where according to people who support guns shouldn't be a should problem. Be safe. Because they all have guns, they're all packing heat, they've got assault rifles, they're, everyone's armed, and they just can't do a thing. And obviously, as a machine, obviously, a real person would go down. If a real person tried to do a mass shooting in a police station, they would be taken out relatively quickly, you would imagine. Maybe. But, I don't think the Terminator, in my scenario here, I'm just going to make sure my TV doesn't turn off. I don't think the Terminator here represents a mass shooter. I think the Terminator represents the gun he's the tool mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter how many other people have guns the gun that's been used to kill people isn't easily stopped I, 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 maybe i'm going far with this this weird like redone this scene but i couldn't help but think of this we're in a world now where there's been so many mass shootings that i, I couldn't help I mean but... i thought
1: about when he went and got the guns
0: sure yeah yeah the and how store. easy
1: it was for him to be like uzi 9mm
0: uzi 9mm <laughs> I, I love when he says, uh, "I have a fusa forty-word range," and the guy's like, right. "Just what you see, pal." <laughs> we
1: have no laser weapons here. Yeah, no laser no.
0: weapons. Uh, still don't have laser weapons. That's the that's the most disappointed thing about you know twenty nineteen. <laughs> there's still no laser weapons.
1: I'm I'm alright with it.
0: Yeah, as, as am I. I'll be honest though. It's the flying cars from Back to the Future Part Two that I'm upset about. I want a flying car, damn. <laughs>
1: You gotta get a regular
0: car first. <laughs> I'll go straight to a flying car, thank you very much. Really? How, about ho- how about a hoverboard? Can we get a hoverboard? Yeah, that'd be alright. Oh, a hoverboard. Um hoverboard. But, like, no, so, we have this scene, and it's a great scene, it's again, it's, it's, he's unstoppable, he's going through the police station, and they just can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, we get the, the first ever Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. The first ever one. So good. Yeah um so i wonder
1: how many times it's been used in the movies (laughs)
0: by him or just in general by him by him that's probably i bet there's an official number probably yeah um but what i love um about this this scene though in terms of the characters is that the police that she's supposed to where sarah's supposed to feel safe Mm
1: -hmm.
0: they, they they are useless they don't yeah. they, they can't protect her at all it's kyle who you know gets you know fights the cop in the room with them and gets his key and um finds sarah he is the only one who stands a chance to protect her and she she might not be completely on the train yet but she at least realizes that in this scene and it's the first time in the movie where she willingly goes with them and it's a moment of unification they're united uh after this scene in the movie and right i kind of love that it, it feels like a big deal we're, we're just over it's halfway it feels very
1: earned yeah yeah
0: it feels like they've went out of their way and it's kind of like yeah these cops can't do anything but they, they can't they're not even taking it seriously you know they're, they're laughing at kyle's like claims and I, I don't get me wrong i understand why they're laughing at these claims because they are silly to most it's people's ridiculous, ears yeah of, of course but it's this, this great thing and it, it really feels at like the end of a big prominent section of the film um um i, I would go so far to say that ugh, I would almost argue this movie has four acts. You know, most movies have three. This this one kind of has four. I would argue this is the end of act two. Mm. Uh, is is this choice to go with them? Wait, the end when of act she two? chooses to follow yeah. him. Yeah, you know, it fades to black as the Terminator comes out the police station and he's looking for the car. Uh, that's when it fades to black. I would argue that's the end of act two. Um, but I can see that. Yeah. Um. So before we talk about Kale and Sarah more, do you want to talk about uh? arnold uh, fixing himself and the mud yeah we get some body horror yeah. imagery this scene always stuck
1: with me as a kid too anything with eyeballs you know it's always <laughs> gonna do it because it's real slow he i mean because he's a he's a, a cybernetic force but he's got a bio like exterior shell <laughs> with blood and um skin and flesh so everything is real and when he takes out that like razor blade and like sticks it into his eye and he's got this uh expression of like zero pain but you can still hear everything and you can kind of hear it scraping the metal underneath
0: <laughs> to, to, to quote himself in Terminator 2 uh, living tissue of a metal endoskeleton <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> no it looks great I mean don't worry it's a, it's a really obvious mechanical head you know Stan Winston uh, the late, yeah, late Stan Winston yeah. Made the head. It looks and,
1: a little bit like a uh, like a wax museum version yeah. of Arnold.
0: And and you know exactly when it cuts back to being really him, but it's one of those things that's got the charm where you just you, like yeah. you expect the cut every time. A little time. bit of yeah
1: shaking going on. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but again, you can almost get away with it and say that, like, no cause, because he's tinkering with his cables and stuff. He's kind of jittering because he's he's a yeah. robot, you know. Just
1: yeah, like, I mean, it. you can't really do anything about like the gray skin, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> they did as best as they could at the time and
0: what, it's still pretty good. What's funny is it was actually other scenes in the movie where he has like kind of a grey look to him. Um see when he, after the you after the haircut, <laughs> he actually has Vaseline all over his face to give him like a shiny off look. Um uh-huh. and he looks he, he generally looks a little bit different. He looks a little bit off. It almost looks like they've got like a double <laughs> you know, doing it for him for a minute. Oh, interesting. At, at one point. Um but no, it looks good. Um so can yeah, I, I
1: mean- it's obvious, but
0: like you said, it kind of adds to the charm, yeah. Well, Kyle and Sarah bond a little bit, they sort of hide under a bridge or whatever it is. Um, and you know, she's cold, so he goes to warm her up to kind of bond in. And she's like, You've been shot, <laughs> and he's like, That's nothing, he's like, no, You've yeah. been shot, I'm gonna, you know, where's that first aid kit? <laughs> Which I assume was in the cop car that they, they took. <laughs>
1: I assume so. Makes sense. But she gets her first field dressing in.
0: Yeah, she gets her first field dressing in, uh, which is where the line comes that you were making fun of earlier. It's like, "Oh, tell me about my son. He's about my height. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, he's got my eyes. He's got, you know, same kind of hair. Um, can't me think of it. He, he sounds a lot like me too.
1: Same jawline. Joe,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? that's what they should have done actually. Is they should have had like Michael Bean just play Cal Reese in like future movies." after we're going to why not they should have done so i totally should have done so he would
1: have been he would have been great in salvation
0: <laughs> oh god we
1: wouldn't, we wouldn't have gotten that great breakdown though of um or the meltdown of uh, what's his name Batman
0: yeah oh good for you good for you yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> It's never um, going to go away. No, it's not. Uh, so now they bond a little bit, and this leads to um, you know some weird hint. She gets, she kind of freaks out. You're talking about things that I've not done yet in past tense, um, and he gives her the message, which does have uh, there is no fate. That's it. It does have the future is not set in there. Um right. it, it does not have the other things that Terminator Two claims it has in it. <laughs> i don't remember um because because i'm sure terminator 2 tries to claim that it has there is no fate but what we make um but that's mm-hmm. that line was not in that speech but uh the future is not set definitely was um and that is brought up in terminator 2 um and as this leads to the, the other flashback where we see that he had a photo of sarah and this was when he comes back to the base and the 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 earlier model terminator with a big money got minigun like you know breaks in and you know, but we see Kyle kind of be nice to the kids, and you know, like you know, we get a good sense of who he used to be, um, and it's it's kind of the first big thing in the movie that sets up that he he does have feelings for her, that he kind of obsessed over her foe, um, yeah, very much. Now, admittedly, later on he says, "I'm in love with you." Um, I have to, I have to. I mean, maybe it's because the future, no one has time for romance, so maybe maybe like things happen easier. But like, it is just. Well, a she's photo. also
1: a legend, right?
0: Yeah, sure. He's he's heard about her, um. But it's—I mean—it's just a photo, like in love from a photo. We don't always get to choose who we're attracted to. (laughs) I guess. I mean, (laughs) um, but yeah, again, it's another great little mood scene. It sets up the future, and again, it feels like really well thought out, and it feels like the sort of thing that a lot of cheap movies will try and replicate—is like how this scene feels. But Terminator just does it so well so yeah um but they get to the mattel the, the scene of him crying over a flower is not there um and they get a get a room in the kitchen and uh, arnold pulls some tricks he goes to like her mother's house kills her mother and then we, we, we learn earlier on of course that he can use voices uh from people he, if, if he's heard a voice he can re- replicate it so he replicates his mother, her mother's voice uh, and that's how he finds out where they are but this is where we get Kale and sarah's big romantic sensual love mm. scene about time about time time and I, I actually love the the love version of the theme you know the, the piano one this is the
1: first time i noticed the theme in the movie
0: and well, you i was noticed the-
1: for it i thought it was i, I genuinely did not hear it you know you noticed,
0: noticed over the opening titles though right
1: were the big letters
0: going past back and forth?
1: Maybe. I, I don't think I did. How did you not notice it? It's, it's like the actual—the main theme is playing. I didn't notice it until they were making love and now it's always going to be the baby gravy song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the baby gravy song. Oh my. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she, she gets kind of like, you know, questionable. She's like, try to get to know him a little bit. um, And she's like, so, is there anyone in the future special? Mm-hmm. He's like, What do you mean? Got a
1: girlfriend?
0: He's like, No, no, never. It's like never. Um, and then, because she she already knows that he volunteered to to do this mission, and he turns around and he's like, I volunteered because you know he he gave me a picture of you once. I memorized every line, every curve. I'm in love with so you, sexual. and that's why I came back in time. <laughs> And this is a lot to take in, but she's been through a lot in the last 24 hours, so I get that Like, this this someone being so devoted for her kind of like, you know, is appealing She also was
1: dumped earlier that day, you know.
0: Yeah, that's true, that's true. Or got stood up anyway. (laughs) Um, Jo's subtle touch I love in this scene, though, is that when she goes to kiss him, like he doesn't really kiss her back, but it's not because he doesn't feel this way, it's because he's never been kissed. He he doesn't doesn't know know how. Yeah. Yeah. So he just kind of stands there and and takes it, and it's a really well done scene where she knows she has to kind of guide him uh, because she's the one that knows what she's doing, um, and they have sex. And show my favorite part of this outside of the music, which is phenomenal. My favorite part <laughs> of this sex scene is how they show that they're they're ejaculating. Uh, the... Yeah, their hands are gripped like that, and then yeah. when it gets to the end and the final note in the piano hits, it's like. Really? <laughs> and the hands just open <laughs> it's like...
1: better than like a train being going into a tunnel <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i mean it's just good it's good and joel jo- jo, i almost wish we got a few more scenes after this because before right before the terminator shows up when they're just just post love making uh they're kind of giddy and she's like cracking jokes with them and he smiles at her and i'm like oh i want to see more of this happy kyle i, want to see more I know of, more of this happy couple yeah they got chemistry um he has made grenades he went out and got supplies that's why i wanted a the kitchen because he <laughs> yeah. he makes a bunch pipe. of grenades pipe bombs pipe bombs yes specifically um so but the terminator shows up uh, and we learn of course that dogs are used to like as an early warning sign we saw them in the future flashback we see the dog at the motel barking um and that lets them know that he's coming so they can go on the run and we, we kind of start with the final act of the movie here where um they're on the chase we get a, kind of a great chase scene terminators on a bike but then of course he eventually gets gets you know knocked off blown off whatever and he commandeers a truck and i want to say how much i love the makeup on his face after he's been run over because he's got yeah. like, part of his skin missing and you see like the metal in the eye and i'm like it looks good it is a phenomenal does. makeup effect. It looks effect. good.
1: And it, you're kind of worried from like the first part where you get where you first get the eye and you can I mean it looks great because it's really hard to make a human, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> out of um like a, an animatronic human that looks realistic. But I think th- because this is a mixture of animatronics and actual mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, it looks like, flawless.
0: Yeah, no, it it looks really good and uh, of course your know, Kyle puts the 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 pipe bomb in the and the exhaust and the the, the, the truck was, a, was like a tanker i should say
1: yeah blows yeah. up
0: in glorious I think it was a
1: like gasoline or something yeah
0: yeah so. um, and, and james cameron always said that he made he you know he had the idea for this movie because he had a nightmare of mm-hmm. a metal skeleton rising from fire that was the image in his head that he wrote the whole movie around
1: he must have some insane I know. dreams <laughs> That's what
0: he says. I wonder what he ate that night before he that, fell asleep. That's it. The second thing that comes up at the end in the credits is, is uh, acknowledging the works of Harlan Errolson. Er- uh, Errolson, if I say his name properly. Um, because uh, he, he's a sci-fi writer who wrote a lot of stuff. He's a re- really, very well-regarded writer. Uh, and he did write some stuff that was kind of Terminator-esque before this. So they mm. kind of had to put in an acknowledgement that it existed. Um, although, I, as far as I know, Cameron's always maintained that you know he just had the idea he came up with yeah.
1: it or he came up with the uh the design i heard about that dream
0: story also yeah um so we get you get this great moment where it rises from the fire and say, oh shit it's, it's just the skeleton it's just the terminator now um so bye arnold thanks for being here you were great mm-hmm. <laughs> we will now enjoy the the stop motion effects and the occasional puppetry effects and it looks it. see when it's it actually just a puppet when you just see like half of it and it's like just the it's clearly just a practical effect being controlled, mm-hmm. it looks great. Um the oh, stop yeah. the stop motion obviously looks really dated. Um but has charm. It has some charm. It's true. Um <laughs> so here's kinda of where I want to talk about Sarah's arc because I think the love scene bizarre and this is kind of a weird thing to say because she is the woman, right? But that's kind of the first time it flips where she takes control of a scene with Kyle. Um yeah. Uh, because it's something that she knows more about than he does, right? But, like, after that scene, we get to these scenes here where they, they get into the factory, they barricade the door, and Kyle like, collapses because he's injured by this point. And, yeah, he got shot during the chase. And she, like, is like, no, you need to come. I'm not leaving you behind. You get on your feet. And she does the thing where she, like, sort of pretends to be a soldier and says, yeah. on your feet, soldier. Move it, Reese." kind of thing. And, like, just, just think about that scene, the, 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 the club. Where it stands out.
1: Because yeah. you know what she's going to become at this point. He's already explained it, yeah. And so when she actually says, "On your feet, soldier," like, like, oh, there it is. Like, there's the beginning signs of
0: yeah. But what she's going to end up being. Contrast the scene here to to in the club earlier on, where the, where she just sits and can't move. She she is convincing him to move. We have completely flipped the roles, and then of course you know they're they're hiding the, the all the you know he puts on the factory devices, all the all the robots and whatnot, and but the Terminator finds them. You know, going up the stairs and. You know, Kyle tries to fight him, uses a these last pipe bomb to blow him up, and that that's what kills Kelly. He's too close to the blast, and of course, we still get Terminator. You know, she's sad for a moment because he's dead, but then the Terminator, the, the top half of him, is still functioning, and it starts crawling. And what's great about this is she's also injured; her legs been hurt in the in the blast. But hmm. what's so great is that the Terminator's been so hard to like, deal with throughout the whole movie. That the idea that Sarah Connor, even though she's starting to become stronger, could fight a Terminator would be ridiculous. But just half a right. Terminator. That's like okay. She has a Maybe. chance. She has a fight in mm-hmm. chat if she's willing to fight. And that's the thing here is that she is willing to fight. She crawls no matter how much pain she's in. She fights and she crawls, and she eventually goes through the 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 the, the compactor thing, whatever it is. And we get you know your Terminator. And- terminated effort like you know and like you know not only does she she does she kill yeah. the terminator finally not, is, not only is she the one who gets to do it she gets a one-liner she gets a, a <laughs> she gets
1: the arnold one-liner yeah, yeah
0: it's so You've good Terminated, <laughs> and it's the completion of her arc she gets to win the fight and she had to be the one that won the fight for this movie to work mm-hmm. because she was the target uh this movie is about taking the damsel and turn her into the hero that is what this movie is right um
1: I, I also really love the little detail with the terminator when you still see him as arnold he, and he's kind of like dragging his left leg mm-hmm. and then when you get just the skeleton he's still like dragging his yeah, left leg yeah. it's just kind of a reminder of like oh it's the problem with his cybernetic part not not like he's got like an injured i don't know knee
0: or something yeah, As yeah. Arnold. no that's a really nice touch now you're right um i even like how like his skeleton like it mimics human skeletons enough in terms of because like, i was like his feet like the ball the heel is like yeah like i could see that how that could fit into a like a human foot essentially right you know instead yeah. of an actual skeleton like I oh, could... it's
1: such a great design
0: oh it's a great design and the red eyes actually one of my favorite uh, shots uh when it's chasing them around when the, all the machines are on and it can't find them there's a close-up of its head and its eyes it's, it's almost mimicking Ellie on when arnold was doing it but the eyes are mm-hmm. looking around and it's all these quick shots of his head just going like that uh, and it's mm-hmm. just these glowing red eyes it's so good and intimidating um yeah. it's great and then of course you know we, we get the final scene in mexico where we see where the photo was taken the photo that kelly had uh she's hustled for five dollars uh for a photo she never <laughs> asked for little con artist um, and she's recording tapes for uh for for John. Um, and, and we see
1: she's
0: pregnant. Let me see, she's pregnant, of course, revealing the the twist, as if you want to call it that. And she, you know, you know, there's a storm coming, and she's like, "I know." Main theme kicks in. <laughs> you know, do 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 yeah. as, as she drives off towards a Matt Payton. <laughs> it's a great Matt Payton, though. It is. Um, what was really funny is the first credit. I mentioned the second one being the the Harlan Ellison one. Uh, the first credit comes up as like production manager Donna Smith. That's really funny to me because I used to have an assistant manager named Donna Smith. <laughs> no. So it just made me laugh. It's like,
1: I was wondering what the significance was for that.
0: Yeah, that's a personal taste, That doesn't mean anything to anyone else. <laughs> I did
1: notice the um, when the Terminator was getting crushed, all like the lightning effects. Yeah. Coming back, I don't know if that was needed. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does look cool, but like I don't know if it's like what it's supposed to represent.
0: It's consistent though, because they have that in two as well. Uh, where there's a okay. part where you think he's dying, and the lightning happens, and it's like it's just like, oh, that means he's dead, because when Terminators mm. die, like they have some lightning for some reason. Um, okay,
1: because to me, it looks like the lightning effect that they use for the time travel.
0: It's kind of similar. I, I don't think it's meant to be the exact same cause, though. I think it's just meant to be like
1: right, but because it, it
0: looks so similar, yeah. like
1: it. it can't help but like make a little bit of a connection like this is something to do with that
0: but yeah yeah no um joe you it's know funny actually i mean we, we were talking about halloween 2018 before this and I, I, we were talking about mm-hmm. how it was kind of trying to be like a halloween movie for the me too era and how it was trying to like use those themes You, i mean you could totally do a terminator movie you, you could take this exact movie and just change a few things and really make it about female empowerment and it, arguably it kind yeah. of is to a point because sarah connell's this great character but like this idea, like, what if the cops didn't believe someone was chasing her? And what if, like, you know, like, you could do just a couple of little things that would turn it into that if you wanted to. Um, sure. She's being stalked by two men. She has been <laughs> stalked by two men, yeah. Um, and of course, she doesn't know that one of them's safe. Why Why would she? She has to think it's possibly dangerous.
1: Right? Because in the French
0: coat, <laughs> of course. Um, it's why I, I do notice little hints of the main theme popping up throughout the film. Uh, I think when he tells her about her son for the first time in the car, he's like, "Oh, your son's going to be like, you know, one man taught us to fight. You know, that man's name is John Connor, kind of thing." Um, I do hear a couple of the notes in there, but not the whole thing, not the whole phrase.
1: I don't hear the did it did Is that just T two?
0: No, it was a bit of in the main theme. When you hear at the end, it ramps up. See so if you listen to the, the main theme or the official like soundtrack version of it um you hear it going through the and um and the actual drum beat for most of it's is... bum 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 you know oh, okay. right? but okay. when it, when it gets to like what I'll call the chorus uh, the final chorus uh, you hear the drums come in properly go <laughs> it, it, it kicks in it is, it, it is there a lot more in the T2 version of it though um but um yeah i've really listened to a lot of the versions of that that music yeah so i know I,
1: you've studied this yeah, music a lot
0: a so. lot yeah i, I actually <laughs> i loved... turned
1: it off once the credits begun so i didn't really listen to the theme all the way through i guess
0: i i love the version that they did for the uh i think it's the orlando theme park uh you was it university of orlando there know. was a
1: unit yeah there was a um
0: a like to... a show yeah
1: a terminator show and it was actually really quite good
0: yeah t2cd um,
1: they replaced it with like i think it's a simpsons thing now
0: oh god um but <laughs> there's the main theme from that is really good it's a really good brass version of the main theme i really like never seen the show but the, the music really yeah good. it's great um, it's just
1: like a skynet cyberdyne like a uh, demonstration hmm. they have like soldiers and stuff there too that's why um uh, they're just showing off their new like uh units
0: and by the way if you think i'm done talking about this main theme just you wait until we get to the sequels that don't use it because i'll have a lot to say <laughs> when we get to those. i'm sure you do I'll, I'll have some words to be said don't you worry um <laughs> the terminator is basically a perfect movie i'm just going to say
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there's not a whole lot that i can
0: really ding
1: this movie for even the things that you could sort of like Say, yeah, that doesn't quite hold up like the, the, the makeup uh, or um, some of the special effects. It still kind of adds to the film. And I don't really like to hold I don't, I don't really like to do that to films. like if if they're doing the best that they could at the time that they were, it was made, then I think it should be given a pass
0: for a lot of
1: films, especially science fiction
0: films, you know? I never have a, because the movie has such a high quality feel to it. Like it, it, the direction like throughout is like just pinpoint accurate in what it's doing. And like, it has great characters. It has, you know, Sarah Connor has Kyle Reese as the Terminator, all three of them. It's this triangle of just like excellence. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I I remember hearing from some of the extras, like, um, you know, the, the, the Orion who, who, who released the film, like they put it out like thinking they would get their money back barely in one weekend and that would basically be it, it you know wouldn't be this hit or you know be a actually good film and you know people loved it, it did well critically you know people were into it and I, I remember hearing them talk like arnold and james cameron talking about how after the first weekend or two they had to like create new ads for it because they realized that not only men who like action movies like this movie like this actually appeals to like a really wide audience because it has the love story because it has all these different things and i mean it's a really dated way to think that it has to be a love story for the women to like it but you know like this idea that it it transcended being just this like as a cyborg trying to kill someone like no there's actually it's a good well-made movie with a good story with good characters um (laughs) and all the qualities that make it up so like um terminator like i every time i watch it I, like i appreciate it more like i just i understand in a, a more basic level just how well it functions like every scene has a purpose every scene is about driving it forward and like, yeah explain who the characters I mean, you are you
1: clearly know this movie so well
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i may have hogged the discussion a little bit on this this episode because that's
1: okay i mean go with you know you're clearly passionate about
0: it well, how do you feel about it? I got some passion from you.
1: Oh yeah, I think I, I really like. There's nothing. There's nothing about this movie that I can say doesn't work for me. To be honest, <laughs> I love Sarah Connor's arc. I love watching Arnold in his prime.
0: In prime, yeah.
1: Um, I, I, uh, I always appreciate. <laughs> A nice cautionary tale about artificial intelligence.
0: Oh sure, of course. <laughs> My <laughs> biggest fear. Yeah, we haven't really talked about um, just the, just the core idea of like the the, the Skynet, which I don't think they right. even say Skynet. I don't think he knows to call it that in this movie. No, I don't think they say Skynet at all. They say Cyberdyne, but uh, they talk about Skynet. You know, like it got smart. Like because what I like about it. I like that Kyle doesn't actually know the exact details. Like he, you know, he, he's heard like why they're in this mess but he doesn't well he was born after the war also yeah. or even the idea that he was in like a concentration camp he was lizard, There was a barcode lizard into him um right and the idea that you know like any, any i'm not i don't think there's maybe like a lot of like parallels to like nazis or anything else but i think there is something to be said about the idea of like no the people who are fascists and like want everyone to be the same are kind of robotic in their thinking, hence why the robots would do this too. You know, there's, right. you know that, that simple idea. Um, you know, I, like all that stuff's just great. And, like, the visuals, the idea of a nuclear, you know, attack happening. I mean, the one thing I will say is there's never any talk in the future of radiation in any of, like, any of these movies. So, you know. No. whatever. I
1: mean, there's no flowers in the future, apparently, so how do they, like, get food? Uh... <laughs>
0: That's a good question actually. Um I mean are they just run around graphite the entire time.
1: <laughs> Can't get away. <laughs> Cannot get away from Chernobyl. <laughs> Cannot get away from Chernobyl.
0: Oh, it's so good. Um, if you guys
1: haven't watched Chernobyl on the HBO miniseries, please watch it.
0: On the HBO miniseries. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and then watch our reviews
0: and then watch our reviews yes um connor's on the first two he's really mad about it but then tara comes on for part three onwards and they're much better and it gets great yeah <laughs> 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 oh dear um so yeah i mean I, well, still, what still do i say about terminator really at this point i thought about the music i thought about the direction uh casting story pacing is yeah, great
1: I I kind of brought it up in the beginning, but like I've seen so many like cheap sci-fi films that are just trying to be this movie. And it's incredible. Like the difference, like we'll watch a movie for mystery science theater called future war, which has a lot of parallels to the Terminator. Oh, sure. And really like, okay, the script is bad, but if that director had the same script, it would be the same as future war. It would have been like a terrible B movie yeah even with the script like it's it has all the ingredients to be a, a forgettable sci-fi original it's like sci-fi channel original b movie but, it, but because it's james cameron it's it's a masterpiece it's but, great
0: but here's the thing how many movies like that you're thinking of like that were made before terminator i'm going to take a bet and say almost none of them
1: no probably not they're, was they're, robocop pre-terminator
0: no that was after terminator that was 1987 it was okay um because um i actually one day on a, on a bonus episode for patreon we'll have to do a, a terminator 2 not james cameron's terminator 2 the italian terminator 2 that came out first but despite oh, i didn't this, know this existed despite the fact that it's called terminator 2 it's actually a ripoff of aliens
1: and they were able to use the the two for that? Like, is it a sequel to a different film?
0: No, no. This, this was like dodgy Italian like, cinema where they, they try and pass things off as sequels to things.
1: Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm trying to remember the director's name. You know what, I'm going to look it up. What Watch me type Terminator 2 into IMDb and, like, get Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> Terminator 2 is the second Terminator 2 showing up.
1: Uh-huh. yeah i mean this i mean this is definitely one of those films that changed cinema for a long time I mean, there's a lot of like you were saying there's a lot of movies that are just copying terminator because of its inspiration it had and uh, uh
0: here we did go. you find it yeah bruno Matai's terminator too uh bruno wow uh-huh.
1: shame and on I- you
0: polluted future venice researchers work to improve the situation one day unknown forces start killing them a team of soldiers and a couple of civilians is sent in to investigate soon they encounter strange murderous creatures It's aliens it's a cheap aliens knockoff don't spoil it (laughs) i've not even seen it (laughs) this is just
1: oh no okay yeah that'll be fun
0: (laughs) i'm going to send you a picture uh, that i just saw uh and the and the imdb photos in the meantime though um i think we're more or less done talking about terminator um but um i almost feel like i've not done it justice i feel like to talk about a movie of this caliber like there should be more than what we just did there should be you know
1: we've been talking for a long time a
0: thesis about terminator um
1: oh boy this movie
0: i love it so <laughs> what why i've just sent tara is an it's image like
1: the cobra kai with guns
0: yeah it's meant to be the colonial marines essentially but the helmet the one guy's wearing is too big for him and looks <laughs> like a sports thing of some kind um and that <laughs> woman at the front is clearly supposed to be the movie's Vasquez it's
1: Vasquez yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know but yeah it's like karate outfits um so hey one day on patreon don't you worry, though. The, 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 well, actually, by the time this goes up for everyone, actually, you'll already know what our bonus movie is for the month. So let's just say, did you enjoy RoboVamp? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, what we rate in Terminator, then? This is, this is the task upon us, Terminator.
1: Well, yeah, like I said, there's not really... I, I go back and forth between whether or not this is my favorite Terminator or Terminator 2. Um, right now, it's this one because it's the most recent one I've watched. And I, I, there's nothing I can really ding it for it. And the soundtrack is great. the uh, or the score rather, and the direction is great. The writing is smart. It's a great science fiction movie. It's a cool time travel concept. Um, it's a ten.
0: <laughs> well, a first is about to happen because I am also giving it a 10, so... <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah, we, we we are bonding here with... Because, cause, you know, even Day the Earth still, you give it a 10. I give it like a 9 or a 9.5, I can't remember what I give it exactly, but... Mm-hmm. um, You know, I give it a good... A 9 is amazing, but yeah. this is a double 10. This is our first ever double 10. It's not a surprise, it's the Terminator, but... No, <laughs> I
1: think people knew it was going to be a 10 when we started. Yeah. It's like... You know, there are just certain films that just change the genre forever, and this is one of them. And I think, I think it's an earned ten.
0: Hmm. I'm just, I'm just imagining now what the eventual 2001 discussion is going to be like. <laughs> and how, and how, I'll, be how the, I'll be the main host on that one. Oh yeah, you, you'll be driving that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's Terminator. Uh, which you know, before we get to our bonus bit, we'll we'll do our outro stuff. So, um we of course would like you to tell us what you think of the terminator <laughs> i presume most of you like it uh you can like and subscribe all the usual things you can support us that way you can support us by uh, rating us on, on uh, apple podcasts or wherever you, you use your for your podcasts um, it helps people find the show uh, you can also support us financially though how can you do that tara
1: well you can check out our patreon page it's patreon.com slash tv you can donate as little as a dollar per month, and that dollar buys you bonus episodes of The Ace, which we'll have three up by the time this goes up. Um, you also get our episodes a week early, so you can be ahead of everybody else on YouTube.
0: Yeah, you can be cool. Um, yeah, you can be cool and yeah. be ahead be ahead of the curve. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, we also
1: have a store you can check out if you want uh, get support the
0: ace or mild tv we do We have t-shirts and hoodies and stuff find mm-hmm. links to those in the description uh, there's a us one and a uk one for whatever one's more convenient for you to purchase from um yeah 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 that was very well done uh i'm not gonna lie the next bonus episode the bonus episode that just went up by the way i'm gonna make tara do the entire intro herself so all right. if that's not worth <laughs> the dollar i don't know what is um
1: <laughs> are you gonna put all like 18 takes of it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take one. <laughs> hey, everyone, Great. and welcome to Screams After. Damn it! <laughs> Take two. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Motive. Damn it! <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, only a dollar only for a Comedy idea. Gold.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Uh, and then, of course, I uh, us on Twitter at the Ace Podcast uh, for, for updates and recommendations and random things that i i feel like posting on there occasionally uh usually with gifts. i post a lot of gifts uh on twitter um we do like gifts. we do like gifts. we're a, we're a gift loving people um uh except from people who call them gifs uh we don't like you you're the worst no you're not invited <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up the main part of the show and takes us on to our bonus section uh for mystery science theater 3000 a film which as as per usual Tara Selected is called Time Chasers.
1: Appropriate, I think. As, was we funny, haven't had enough time travel.
0: Is originally this was going to be on the Rocket Man episode, but we wanted to sneak that in early recording wise, so we didn't watch the this you know, the Mystery Science Theatre episode until after that. But oddly, it put it back onto a time travel related movie. So you know. Yeah. I think it worked out. Uh, And Tara, do you remember what you said to me right before we started watching Time Chasers? No. You said, and I quote, it's just like Primer.
1: (laughs) There are a lot of similarities.
0: Oh, I can't wait for this. Um...
1: (laughs) One of the fun trivia things that I learned about this episode is that the people who made the film uh, submitted it to the guys at Mystery Science Theater oh. for their <laughs> approval, <laughs> and actually were quite um, upset about how much they made fun of it. I don't know what they were expecting if they had ever seen the show before, uh, but yeah, apparently they were not pleased.
0: Yeah, like how, like how can you send a movie into Mystery Science Theater and then be mad that they made fun of it? That is, that is absurd. I don't know what they
1: were expecting
0: i'm not gonna lie we've had some offers uh for streams after midnight from like low budget like horror movies like our filmmakers who'll mm-hmm. say hey like here's a trailer for a movie we'd love for you to review it we'll send you like a you know a, a review copy really? yeah we've we've had a few of those and i'm not gonna lie every single one that we've had so far i've looked at the trailer and like i'm like we're going to tear this to shreds it looks terrible and i feel yeah. bad and i'm like ah, i won't respond this thing and i'm not saying don't don't write into It's like if you you think we have something you'd want us to um but what would make me feel good is that if you put in it it's okay if you hate it and make fun of it because if you say that then i'm probably going to say oh sure we'll do it
1: (laughs) okay but i feel
0: so bad i feel so bad because i'm like this looks like it's going to be terrible yeah but the,
1: the point of your show is to do a review of a film the Mystery Science Theater, the point of oh, it sure. is to make fun of the movie.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. At least with with <laughs> us, I feel like there's a chance we're going to be positive, and they're hoping for that. So I feel bad that we're mm-hmm. not. But with Mystery Science Theater, if they're putting it on the show, they think it's shit, and they're going to make fun of it. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> right. it's, it's their MO. Um, but yeah, Time Chasers features a dude um, with a phenomenal chin and mm-hmm. a long head of hair. Who, Hockey hair. Who has made a a time machine out of a out of a small plane?
1: <laughs> yeah, like a crop duster.
0: Because if you're going to make a time machine, why not do it in style? <laughs> if you didn't get that <laughs> reference, you're dead to me. Yeah,
1: I get it. It's a DeLorean reference.
0: Well, I was speaking to the audience. I knew you got it. I trusted you that you got it, Tara. <laughs> I, I, do you think I'd have you on this show if I didn't think you were going to get that reference come on now
1: <coughs> I've seen Back to the Future
0: Yes, and you like Back to the Future unlike certain male fuzz members
1: that's impossible everybody likes Back to the Future
0: Well I've it's got, just a good time I've got someone for you to meet and he's Ginger so <laughs> brace yourself <laughs> He's still not seen two and three. He's like, nah, I don't really care. I'm going to watch them. What? Really? That's his attitude. Yep.
1: I mean, I think the
0: first one's the best, but... Oh, it is. absolutely two is. Two and but... three are pretty fun. Yeah. That's, that's his stance on it. Um, so, yeah, Time Chasers. So, I'm just going to start with saying that I think this might be the funniest episode we've watched.
1: It's pretty good. It's All great. the talk about how uh, they refuse to accept that this is our hero of the film
0: like oh yeah okay because he's like he gets out of the plane he's on his bike right like riding home he's like and when he gets in the building then we're going to meet the real protagonist and then the real hero <laughs> of the movie will appear and it's just him uh, I was like, No, the first joke though is actually before that it's actually the opening production logo has got a dog in it and mm-hmm. it's like an actual footage of a dog and like i think it's crow's like hi i'm barkman and i directed this movie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was why I did it, huh? Yeah, no, but no. There's some great jokes in this one, like um, because it shows like a businessman who, who's the villain, right? He's like evil mcevil like, evil, um, and, you know, and they keep doing like evil laughs for him. He's like, Muh-ha-ha-ha. but, <laughs> but he he basically sells the patent to this guest businessman for to develop the time machine, and the next scene that he's sitting at his computer, um, and he's like looking at it really intently, like, thinking. One of them just goes hmm, Maybe I should have held out for more than sixty-five dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and that really made me laugh. The other big laugh that came out of nowhere for me because there's a lot of funny laughs. It's like to who he is and like like the time travel yeah, stuff and all like that. Yeah, he's like a super nerd. Yeah, yeah. But the other laugh that came out of nowhere because I just didn't see it coming is there's a scene later on when the time travel shenanigans have been happening and him and his love interest are like in the, the little store near the like the airfield and they're hiding behind like the 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 glass door. And they're, talking, they're having a conversation the camera's looking through the glass door and they're on the other side and they're talking to each other uh, about something. Um, and it's not until they make the joke that I noticed this, but there's like a sticker, you know, stickers for like uh, credit cards. There's a MasterCard one and there's a Visa one. And one of them says, oh, you know, we're going to have a hard time getting a plane or something like that. And the guys go, because this place doesn't accept American Express. <laughs> and it's not until he said that that I noticed that that, that was the only one the, out of the three major ones that right. wasn't there. And I just started <laughs> laughing. Um, not, not that where I grew up, we have American Express <laughs> for obvious reasons. Oh, but,
1: really? Yeah, but yeah, it's. Maybe it would have been better with uh, Discover.
0: No, 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 literally, it's just Visa and MasterCard. the the two. Like here, it's just those two, pretty much, like uh, most of the time.
1: I can't think of any others. Of, Charter
0: Club? There's a little fact for you. I don't know. What about a <laughs> gold card? A gold card's a thing. I always see people in movies about the gold card in the 80s. This is a gold like card. Like Visa Gold? Uh, I don't know if it's Visa, but like I, I always, I've seen Child's Play too, where the guy's trying to buy booze to take home to his wife, and he's mad that the guy won't accept his card. He's like, this is, this is a gold card, this is as good as cash. And the guy's like, not here, it isn't. And I'm like, how things have changed. Like, everywhere's, like, happy to take card. Now they're like, yeah, yeah, just don't make me touch right. your filthy money, you bastard. Just put your card in the slot or press your thing against the <laughs> thing. You know? My
1: favorite thing is about uh, – well, one of my favorite thing about the this movie is that every time they travel to the future, of course they can't show, even though he's in a plane and you should be able to see the whole, like, skyline of the city um, <laughs> instead of getting a cityscape shot you just get it on this monitor that's on the 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 plane yeah at first you see like these futuristic looking buildings and like 8-bit looks a little bit like a like an eschen sketch version of it
0: it, it, made, then... it made me think of what cutscenes just <laughs> used to be on like like uh the sega genesis like just like this really low resolution like just drawing of buildings
1: right right that looks slightly futuristic <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, look, everybody, the future, we've arrived. And the only thing And then later on they go back to the future. (laughs) Didn't mean to do that, but there it is. (laughs) They go back to the future again. And I guess there's been a the city is now war torn, so it shows the same monitor except all the buildings are now like crumbled
0: up. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing we it's see so in the, the only thing we see in the ground when he takes like the first guy with the mustache t- to the future with the with the woman who's his love interest who also happens to be a reporter mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. Um, they go to the future, and the only thing we see that shows that it's the future is there's this, there's been like a, a sign that's been like put on a wall that says this building was founded in like you know twenty twenty five or something like that. Made
1: entirely of recyclable material.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's, like, touching the brick. But it's just this, like, sign that's been pasted onto the wall. And, and there's it...
1: a there's a kid that's jogging on his cell phone. <laughs> that's how we know it's the future, also.
0: <laughs> and, and then we just see them go to, like, a cafe, and they're just sitting having drinks, and I'm like, this just looks like present day. There's nothing about this looks like... Yeah. Because it's, it's maybe, like, 2040-something or something like that. It's, like, super into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, like 50 years. Yeah, but there's nothing. There's, like, nothing... To tell you it is. Uh, so, of course. And then we go
1: back in time
0: to like the Civil War.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, eventually, yeah. No, Pre Civil War. Pre Civil War. I think it's like the
0: the, British the War coming. of
1: 1812.
0: Was another British coming
1: there? Yeah. I'm sure there was right,
0: Redcoats. I'm sure there was
1: Redcoats. And it's just a bunch of like, we, we can go back in time because we have Civil War reenactors. <laughs>
0: it's clearly what it is yeah it's, it's yeah it's clearly like people who do this anyway and they're like hey can we come and like film a scene with you in the background <laughs> right yeah. you
1: guys
0: want to play minute <laughs> yeah um so but the plot of the movie is basically the evil businessman uses his own time machine for his own gain and next time they go to the future uh him and his lady friend discover after they've fallen in love that the future is now this post-apocalyptic wasteland and it turns out, you know, because, because the, of time travel, because the bad guy's got time travel, this is what's eventually happened. So he has to, he tries to talk him out of it in present day. Uh, he's too much of a villain. He's like, ma ha, ha ha, never. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, his introduction joke is, hi, I'm Bob Evil. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, he has to steal his original time machine, which is under, you know, guard, uh, and go to the past to stop himself from showing it off to the the you know the businessman. So that's where it kind of gets primary, I guess. Uh, it is It's just like primer <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly like primer. Um, and the the, the law interest actually dies uh, when they get back the, the plane crashes. Uh, but of course the younger version still there and when he fixes everything, the younger version of himself and the women both get to live on. And he just mm-hmm. kind of goes off and does things. No, he dies. Does he die?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you die? He, he gets die? killed
1: during the battle scenes. I think.
0: Oh, he sacrifices himself. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He goes. He has a hero's death. You're you're quite right. Um, because at that point, the the uh the uh the bad guy is about to kill him, and someone shouts out that he's British or something with like that, <laughs> and they <laughs> they all shoot him. Yeah. No. No, it was good fun this one was just consistently funny like the, the guys just constantly were making jokes that were really making me laugh and it was really yeah and all the episodes do that like you know to a point but this one was just so consistent like i was really every time they talked about his look um or talked about the rules of time travel or you know whatever like every single time they had a running joke it was just cracking me up and yeah. then some it starts of those off really
1: strong too yeah. there's a lot of good jokes front-loaded
0: yeah, really, yeah, this really is funny. a
1: favourite one of mine. I mean, Werewolf is still at my top. I don't think it's ever going to be dethroned.
0: <laughs> but uh, this one's pretty close. I think that's my top Werewolf for me. I, I think I think it's this Werewolf and uh, Space Mutiny are my top three. Space Mutiny so good, too. They're my top three so far. Uh, but I'm looking forward to more. I'm looking forward to more. Uh, what's the next one? What are we doing next?
1: Ooh. Hmm. We
0: should probably
1: do a Joel. Do you want to do Mitchell?
0: We can do Mitchell. Let's do Mitchell.
1: Mitchell is Joel's final episode. Oh. But it's uh, it's also a favorite one of mine. It's probably my number two.
0: Big continuity uh, episode coming in the, the end mm-hmm. of Joel. Um, now really good. I oh, should probably mention that in the uh in the the actual skits with the guys and the robots. Uh. They, they...
1: Oh, they have a pretty good time travel one also. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kro goes back in time he like stop Mike from ever ending up on the on the on the station, and then um, it makes things worse and end up with his really shitty brother, <laughs> 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 who makes intentionally very bad jokes. But, but
1: it's good you get a full like half an hour segment of yeah. somebody else in the theater with them.
0: And it's still the it's still the same actor. It's still Mike, you know, playing this role. But yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty funny um so that's really cool now so we'll do mitchell next time Pro has
1: to go back in time yeah. before the, what to tell his his self not to tell mike to to not take the temp job so yeah again it's just like primer
0: <laughs> it's just like primer time chasers it's just like primer um yeah so so uh, mitchell will be next uh although it may not be in the next episode because we're recording the bonus episode for patreon before the next one so that might mean we don't get to watch mystery science theater before the next episode but yeah i might
1: take up that slot
0: yeah but the the next one after that uh, we'll be doing that and in terms of what the next main movie is i tell you that at the end as well let me find out because i don't remember these things <laughs> we have it scheduled we have it scheduled where's the schedule there's the schedule uh so the next main movie on the atomic cinema experiment is actually another uh, recent film. We're going back to a, a film from this year. We are going to be looking at *Alita: Battle Angel* next week. Ooh. So look forward to that. Um, so that's coming. You know, I actually you I don't know, know. something
1: about the trailers. Like they just didn't. I don't know. They didn't. Doesn't look
0: good. Do you know, I didn't like the first trailer that much, but I have to confess, I kind of like the second trailer. well uh, uh... hopefully it's good. I got into it. There's the fighting looked kind of fun, and had that that good Linkin Park cover. I don't know. I was kind of into it. Um, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe I like it. Maybe I'll hate it. We'll find out. Um, but that's coming. Uh, and I, funnily enough, uh, James Cameron one at one point was meant to direct that before he got is Rodriguez. Yeah, it's Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, but he got knee deep in Avatar, so he kind of just he's a producer, but he's not, you know. And it's sad because even though it may end up in a good movie, and Re- Rodriguez may have done a good job, it wouldn't have been as good. It as... It won't be a Cameron yeah, film. Yeah, it's not James Cameron. <laughs> so you know um there you go and ow 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 ow. okay did you break something (laughs) let's just say sometimes when a man's been sitting a certain way for a certain amount of time that it can be uncomfortable when you move that's all I'm saying (laughs) we'll leave it at that I don't know what that feeling is so yeah we'll leave it at that um let's just say things can get caught in places and pulled upon
1: I think you've already said enough
0: (laughs) i'll keep going it's fine but I went like a diagram so um this is <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of the show uh hopefully you enjoyed our discussion on terminator you enjoy our discussion uh on the mr Theater episode uh, and we'll be back uh, next time with alita battle angel uh but of course if you're uh, we've recorded this a little bit in advance so the patreon bonus episode of RoboVamp will already be up for one dollar uh, on your patreoncom slash so check it out. And if you do that, you can also go back and check out our review of transfers, which is on there uh, in that one-dollar tier. And what was the first one we did? Judge Dredd. That's
1: right,
0: I Judge, am Dredd. The law. Judge Dredd. Nineteen ninety-five, Judge Dredd. So that has been us. That has been episode fifteen. I don't know the, the, the problem is Press the problem is, is that we're recording a few ahead now is that I can't just check which what one went up on YouTube last and like count from there because <laughs> I can't remember how many we've done since, uh. But we're I don't about, know. we're about fourteen fifteen. We're in that range. Uh, but that has been us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We love you, loads for doing so. Um, thank you once again. Uh, keep watching sci-fi movies, and we will see you guys next time. Uh, and of course, computer, what's Damn it, I just messed up my (laughs) outro light. A computer, add salsa. Yum, yum. And for the record, I was about to say, computer, what salsa?